It's time for Bartow Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Tonight's game is sponsored by Kelly Buick GMC of Bartow. Doing whatever it takes to earn your business. Evolve Professional Landscape Management. SPAF Jewelers of Bartow and Valrico. Palette One of Bartow. SR Wright and Company. By Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance. Keith Spray Service of Bartow. Taking care of your lawn and garden for over 50 years. Budget You Pull It. The parts you need when you need them. Citrus Air Conditioners of Bartow. By Widden McLean Funeral Home. Beefo Brady Sports Pub in the Bartow Center South. And by Bartow Ford. We're different and we prove it. Now, let's join our broadcast crew for Yellow Jacket Football. Well, good evening and welcome to week seven of the high school football season. Tonight, the Bartow Yellow Jackets at 6-0 visit Bryant Stadium for a showdown with the 4-2 Lakeland Dreadnoughts. These are the top two ranked teams in Class 4S in Region Number 2. With Bruce and Andy Edmond, Mike Ayers on the sideline, I'm Jeff Thornburg. Good evening, everybody, and thank you for joining us here for Yellow Jacket Football. Bruce, we have a good one in store for us tonight, Lakeland versus Bartow. Yeah, and, and uh, Lakeland, with a, with a brand-new head coach this year, as uh, Castle retired after forty some odd years, already a Hall of Famer, and and uh, Strickland, uh, I guess stepping into is it Strickland? Marvin Frazier. Frazier. Frazier stepping in to uh, uh, take over the duties, and that's that's never an easy task. And uh, he's had a pretty tough schedule. He's had to deal with as well. I think they've got a couple of losses already on their schedule one of them was to one of the miami teams and then another one you turn around you play the number eight team in the country uh from philadelphia st john down mm-hmm. and they played them well for uh, a couple of quarters and then philadelphia opened it up on them uh winter haven also played them tough for uh, a half and then lakeland opened it up on them so uh you know we had a miraculous game last week and and you turn around and gotta gotta quickly get uh, yourself put back together and and uh lakeland doing the same thing but um you know that was that was a big adrenaline rush and and uh you just wonder how Bartow's going to come off that if they come off you can come off uh, uh, maybe a little cocky after something like that but i look forward uh, just to seeing them uh you know try to play just balanced football steady football this game is not that important no we we we're looking for Haines city uh in a couple of weeks that means everything to us that means uh playoffs district everything so uh, we'll see how we line up against this big Lakeland team in this big, beautiful stadium with the beautiful artificial turf. And, Mike, I don't even have to ask you how the field looks tonight. Yeah, you can't ever ask how this field is because this field's always amazing. The grass always looks nice. You've got these painted end zones down here. You love playing on a surface like this. I mean, but the weather's great tonight. You see we got that breeze coming out of the east a little bit. The flags on the stadium are kind of standing straight out. The American flag down there has got a little ripple to it. But I think we're in for a good night of football. But like you were saying, I mean, Bartow coming off a huge win. I mean, that was just what a defensive battle last week. I mean, the defense just – the defense – I would say the defense probably played 95% of that game last week. And, and what a stand they made right there at the end, coming in and blocking that extra point, taking the win in overtime. So, I mean, if we have that defense that shows up this week and we can put an offense together that can, you know, move the ball down the field against this Lakeland Dreadnought defense, we might have a chance here tonight, guys. 
Both teams are going through their warmest. In fact, Lakeland now re- uh, heading back to the locker room to get suited up. Bartow still in the uh, end zone here. This field runs north and south, Bruce, so Bartow's in the south end zone right now, and they're running through their, their pregame drills as well. So we're going to continue our pregame show. When we come back, we're going to take a look at Stratton Selection, see how everybody did on our pigskin prognosticating from uh, last week. We'll have that for you next. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hi, Benny Jr. here with Bartow Ford, and the great thing about being right in Bartow, Florida, is we are centrally located. The right way will always lead you to Bartow Ford, where we save you time and money. Bartow Ford, we're different, and we prove it. Your Bartow Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South is your headquarters for good food and good sports. With something for everyone on the menu, your Bartow Beef's is perfect for the family, an office lunch, or to feed the team after a big win. Beef's, where game time meets family time. The Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance Agency has been serving Central Florida since 1984. They all work and live in your neighborhood and take pride in our history. Offices in Bartow, there when you need them, representing only the most reliable companies in the industry. here to uh, Bryant Stadium in Lakeland getting ready for tonight's game between the Yellow Jackets and the Lake Region Thunder. Let's quickly run through Stratton's selections and uh, I'll report from last week. Well, Andy, Andy, you were 7-1 and one last week. Nice. Jeff, I was also 7-1. and one. Of course, I keep score, so that makes sense. And Mike, you were 6-2. and two. Andy, I mean, Bruce, 5-3. Five and, three. Five and Oh, darn, Bruce. So the overall standings for the year, Mike and Jeff are now tied. And Bruce and Andy are two games behind. That's terrible. As long as we're above 500, we're still winning money. There is one game tonight, and the band is marching on the field, so we may be interrupted by the Nash Anthem, but stand by. Uh, Winter Haven tonight is at Lake Region to take on the Thunder. That game is tonight. What do you think, Andy? Oh, that's Winter. I'm going Winter Haven all the way on that one. Mike? Winter Haven's going to be looking for revenge. Winter Haven. Everybody's on the Blue Devils for that one. All right, these other games are now tomorrow night. For Friday night, Ponciana is at Davenport. Michael? Ponciana. Davenport. Bruce is picking the Broncos. Ponciana. I'm going with Bruce. I'm picking the Broncos as well. All right, up next, Victory Christian. They're 3-3 three and three on the year. They're at Kathleen to take on the Red Devils tomorrow night. Kathleen's 0-5. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start off, start with the storm. I'm going with Victory Christian. Victory. Victory. Everybody's on the storm. Up next, the Auburndale Bloodhounds at 4-0. and They're going to Pasco tomorrow night to take on the Pirates. Pasco's usually pretty big. 4-1. and one. Four and one. I'm sorry, 4-1. and one. How can it be 4-0? and oh? We beat them. Yeah, it does say 1. I just misread it. Thank you. Um, Pasco, Auburndale. It's in Pasco, and Pasco's 0-5. Auburndale. Think? Everybody's on Auburndale? Auburndale. Yeah, Auburndale. I apologize. It is four. It, is, it says it on my sheet here. Okay. Uh, up next, the Frostproof Bulldogs. They are four and one, and they're playing tomorrow night at George Jenkins, who is four and zero. Oh. So I'll start. I'll pick the Frostproof Bulldogs. You betcha. Absolutely. Go red. Go, go Bulldogs. Everybody's picking uh, Richie uh, Marsh, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Up next, um, the team that Bartow will see next week, the Haines City Hornets. They are in Haines City tonight to take on the Orlando Bishop Moore Hornets. Both teams are two and three. What do you like there, Mike? Orlando Bishop. Bishop. And- Andy's. I'm going with. I was thinking Bishop too. Uh, Bishop. Moore. Everybody's picking the Hornets. I'm, I'm sorry. The yeah, they're both called they're Hornets. Both the Hornets. Yes. Can't go wrong that way. Can't go wrong. Uh, up next, 
the DeSoto County Bulldogs are at Ridge Community tonight to take on Richard Tate. Uh, DeSoto County is 0-5. Ridge is 1-5. What do you think, Bruce? That's a toughie, huh? Uh, Tough games here. I'll go Ridge. I'm picking Ridge as well. Ridge. We'll stay home and go with Ridge. Everybody's on the bolts. Okay, up next, uh, Mulberry. Mulberry is home tonight. Mulberry is 4-1, by the way. Uh, Mulberry's playing Parish Community, who's also 4-1. So a good game at the Phosphate Bowl tomorrow night. What do you think, Andy? Um, I will go with Parish. Sorry about that, Coach, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm going with Parrish. I think you're done. <laughs> Mike? Coach, I'm going to help you out. I'm going Mulberry. How about that? I'm riding the 4-1 and one Panthers with you there. All righty. Up next, uh, the other game of the week, if you will, is tomorrow night. Lake Wales at 5-0 and oh, travels to Lake Gibson to take on the Braves at 3-2. and two. I'll start with Lake Wales. Yeah, Lake Wales. Lake Wales. I've got Lake Wales. Everybody picking the Highlanders there. And our final game tonight on the Stratton Selections, uh, Ambassador Christian tomorrow night. Homecoming for the Fort Meade Miners. Uh, Ambassador Christian 0-5. Fort Meade is 5-0. and Fort Meade. Everybody's being a miner, I'm going to assume, right? Yes. Yeah, I think Fort Meade's going to – that, that game's going to be quick. It's going to be over probably in the – at the end of the first, you know, end of the first quarter, we thought that last week too. Isn't that homecoming for you, Mike? It is homecoming. Yeah, we thought that last week too. You'll be there. I will be there oh, tomorrow night. Yeah. We need to also report a score from Monday night. It was a makeup game from a rainout. Mulberry defeated Avon Park Red Devils thirty-six to nothing. That was on Monday night. That was wrong. So there you 36 go. Thirty-six to nothing. I'm yes. glad you didn't renounce that score before we picked the game tonight <laughs> because somebody would have changed that mind there. Did I take Mulberry? No. No, you didn't. <laughs> Coach Peavy. That is our Stratton selections uh, for the uh, seventh week here. We're going to – now we've got some little pregame comments. We're going to send it back to our studios. We have pregame comments from Coach Tyler Eden, and they're coming up next. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. <clears throat> Once again, we are very happy to be joined by Yellow Jacket head coach uh, Tyler Eden. Coach, uh, looking back last week real quick at uh, Winter Haven, I heard a guy on the radio at the end of the game say that uh, the first three and a half quarters of that game, the Yellow Jackets were kind of awful. Comple- well, no, I'll, I'll take it back. <laughs> One side of the ball, two sides of the ball were completely awful. Offense and special teams. Defense was phenomenal all night. If we're playing true, what, what their offense did versus our defense, they didn't, you know, move a, an inch um but you know what yeah offense and special teams I, I stand by that part though they were awful i'm just so proud of those boys man they, they fight so hard and like crazy and they and the nice thing too again once again we have adversity just like we did at auburndale just like we did against golden gate and what they didn't do is they didn't crumble they stay together right and even even the guys in defense it'd be easy for them to get frustrated but they were just like come on we just need one play we just need one big play so it was awesome to see that Speaking of the one play, what what play or sequence of plays in the Winter Haven game turned it around for the Yellow Jackets? Well, we made a decision. Well, we didn't really make a decision. You know, we had um, uh, a quarterback change, and Amari um, Turner stepped in the ball game and did a tremendous job. We started spreading them out more, going empty, and you know, taking shots and throwing short passes. And he was doing a really nice job of just moving the ball down the field and making some nice plays for us. And um, and so unfortunate that he got hurt, and um, you know. But but again, so that part. I mean, he gave us a spark, but then what really helped the dynamite to explode on that spark was number seven, Jaden Williams, and number eight, Daryl Galva. 
Um, you know, and, and I made a decision as a coach at, at some point just to say, if I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose giving the ball to uh, my seniors who have been begging me to play some offense. And, and we made that decision, and obviously it was the right decision. And I'm proud of them for fighting and, and clawing and scratching and, and getting the job done on the jet sweep for Rabbit and the touchdown. And then when I told Jaden, I knew that Winter Haven was – they had seen us run a reverse, a reverse pass. They seen the jet sweeps. So I told both of them, I said, hey, I want – Jade, we're going to run it to you. Rab, act, rabbit, act like you're going on a reverse. And Jaden, I want you to fake it to him and keep it. And it worked really well. And then he made a great stiff arm about 20 yards downfield and then took it 53 to a touchdown. And after that, I knew we were going to win the game. I said, there's no way we lose this game now because we just have all the momentum. And I know they had to be shell-shocked. Well, we're just checking things off your bucket list. You know, first, <laughs> first this, first that. Well, you had your first... Overtime game, and you had your first overtime win mm-hmm. thanks to Clark block the. Uh, oh man! My gosh, he was unblocked through the line mm-hmm. and 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 kept the win 20, 2019 over winner and a district contest. Big district, but, yeah. huge district contest because again, they had not lost a district game, right? So they were undefeated, we were undefeated, and we had an opportunity to really take a huge step forward in, in, in our district play. And Roger Clark with an incredible block, incredible effort, selling out his body. You know, Jaden Williams, again, knifes in, too. There's about three guys that end up, and Rod gets the block. And, um, and again, it's just it, the cool thing about it is he runs all the way down there with the ball, drops it in the end zone, and then just walks off the field. Everybody's down there celebrating. And, and he's the one, the reason that we're celebrating, and the humility of that young man to just say, okay, good, that was great, we won. You know, it's just incredible. Well, 6-0, and the Yellow Jackets on the road uh, tonight uh, for a big game with the Lakeland Dreadnoughts. Mm-hmm. To get past that and just play 11-on-11 football. Well, there is no getting past it. You know, you can't you can't put aside things that are true, right? And at the end of the day, um, we know how big this game is, and they know how big this game is, whether they'll admit that or not. They know this is a battle for Polk County for the future because, you know, Coach Castle isn't here anymore. And Coach Frazier is a great coach, but it's a new day, and, and there's a new opportunity now. And, um, and we know that. And, and at the end of the day, uh, you know, I've, I've preached to my boys, really, what it comes down to are these three things. We talk about it every week. The first one is assignment perfect. Then the second one is being the more physical football team. And then the third one is, and I believe God put this one on my heart for this week, was don't be afraid of the moment. Don't, don't be afraid of the moment. Be fearless. Um, and it was so awesome to have Marcus Floyd from the 96 team, former NFL player legend, um, here in Bartow come out and talk to our boys and I didn't even tell him but he he basically gave him that same talk talked a little bit about David and Goliath and talked about um you know his faith and his belief and um and it was just really awesome to 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 have that here and and, and, you know and he told him I mean hey and, and this is what we've been reiterating is you don't there's no fear you go in that and remember they're they're young men just like you they the football field is the exact same size doesn't matter what the stadium looks like and and you play football Put the ball down and play. And we can know it's in a big game, but at the end of the day, I, I think that's going to motivate our boys. Well, due to some circumstances, Yellow Jackets have uh, some personnel changes, and uh, we're going to have a new starting quarterback tonight. Yes, we are. Ethan Browis, he's a sophomore, great kid, hard worker. He's been really doing a great job at the JV level, but with the injury to Amari and um, the suspension um, with, with Valentine, we had to um, get him ready, and, and, and I think he's done a really good job of just responding to that. The team has rallied around him and has supported him, and so you know we're we're super excited about about him tonight, and, and just excited for him to have this opportunity, and and thrilled to to see how he does, and, and ready to just be there for him to help him and and put him in a position to be successful. So you change your offensive scheme with uh, the sophomore quarterback in the lineup tonight? A little bit. You got to make changes. You got to simplify things. You got to, uh, but I think that could be good in general because I think we we needed to 
have a change. So I think, you know, in the long run, I think it's good, and, and we'll see how, how it goes tomorrow, but we're excited. Short week of practice. Did the team respond okay to the short week? Incredibly short, um, and it had made us change some things, right? So usually on a day before a game, we'd be having a walkthrough, and we'd probably be in and out in 45 minutes. But I think that they responded well. I think that they um, I think they're excited. You know, I think um, I'm sure some of them are nervous, but I've just really hammered home, you know. I really don't, I don't want anybody here with fear in their heart nothing to be afraid of you know i told him i was sitting in church and one of the things god put in my heart was faith eliminates all reluctancy so you got to have faith in your assignment faith that's in your training faith in your brothers to get their job done and uh, and just go play football and, and and do your best leave it in god's hands and at the end of the day um i'll take that every time all right well before we let you go our little thing here with, with the college picks. I didn't do so well. You didn't do so yeah. That was the 500, I think. We'll, we'll no, back. didn't unless you lose two? I think they did. Oh, boy, I for two. At least I won on the field. Well, I got some easy ones for you this week. <laughs> All right. Uh, two 5-0 and o teams mm-hmm. face off. Oregon, <laughs> the eighth-ranked team in the country, is visiting the seventh-ranked team in the country, Washington. Mm. Both 5-0, and o, the Huskies and the Ducks. Mm-hmm. What do you like there? Ducks. Oregon. Yeah, Oregon's got a former Nick Saban assistant. He's a really good coach. They'll be ready. They'll win. Okay. And Notre Dame is home to take on USC. Talk about your traditional rivalries. They're uh, USC. The Trojans are 5-0. and Notre Dame 5-1. and Yeah, my grandma's going to kill me, but I got to go with the Trojans. She loves Notre Dame. Um, my uncle, her um, sister's husband, they played it. He played a Notre Dame for national championship team, but I got to pick. USC. I think Lincoln Riley and that offense are just way too much for them to handle. Although I think it's a tight game, I think USC pulls it out. Even on the road? Even on that road. I'm going both road teams again, right? There you go. My gosh. <laughs> and, and, and a third road team, Bartow over Lakeland. Bartow over Lakeland. Coach, as always, thank you for taking the time to talk with us. Good luck tonight against Lakeland. Go Jackets. Thank you so much. Toe way or no way. Locally owned and operated, we are FM 102.9 and AM 1130. WWBF Bartow. <laughs> Welcome back to Bryant Stadium at the campus. Well, Bryant Stadium here in Lakeland uh, as we're getting ready for tonight's ball game between the Bartow Yellow Jackets and the Lakeland Dreadnoughts. The players are meeting on the field for the uh, toss of the coin. As uh, the Bartow Band has made it, the cheerleaders are here. Uh, Lakeland Marching Band just performed the uh, national anthem as the crowd is getting in their seats. Bartow has made their appearance on the field. The Dreadnoughts still awaiting uh, their arrival on the field. And, Mike, the coin toss? Bartow has won the toss, and they will elect to defer to the second half. So uh, Lakeland will get the ball first. Bartow Yellow Jackets tonight in all white. The white pants, the white jerseys, and their orange helmets for the Lakeland Dreadnoughts. Bruce, is that what they call the, the dark pants, the dark, like a pewter color? Yes. So that's what they're in. Cannon fires off. We're going to hear that in uh, making their entrance onto the field now. The home team, the 4-2 and two Lakeland Dreadnoughts under the uh, coaching of uh, Mr. Marvin Frazier leading his team onto the field. Yeah, I hate that cannon, and I hate that boat. They brought that boat to Bartow one time. I wanted to shoot it. Good. How you doing? Listen, Nick, so you talk about that boat. There was a uh, there was a team that Fort Meade used to play all the time down in the south. I think it was Bell Glade, Glade Day or something, one of those teams down there, and they had this annoying drum that somebody used to beat the whole game. And it got so bad that Fort Meade actually recorded that, and before they would start the playoff series, 
they played that thing down on the field over and over and over again just to get used to that crazy drum. So the Bartow defense, who we've been uh, long-touted all year long, is the probably the strength of the Yellow Jacket team. They're going to be on the field first against the uh, Lakeland Dreadnought offense. And um, a couple of Lakeland players are banged up as well, so we'll see how that plays into it. But, uh, gosh, the atmosphere is almost college-like here. Yeah, it, it's, re- it's really big. Uh, cor- uh, Lakeland fills up uh, every week. They've got a huge fan base. They've got uh, so many, uh, you know, uh, what do you call them? People that pay the money. Uh, the sponsors, boosters, okay. boosters, sponsor boosters. And uh, but Bartow uh, has brought the crowd as well, and Bartow can fill it up just as easily as Lakeland can. And and uh, so this is going to be an exciting game on both sides of the football. We've got our band here, as you mentioned, and uh, we we love listening to them. And and of course the world champion cheerleaders are here as well. So very excited uh, for this game tonight. Barto people travel well with with Barto's team. <clears throat> didn't their quarter? Didn't their quarterback, like this quarterback, get knocked out too? He did. He's he's expected to play a little bit tonight, but he did suffer an injury. But we we expect to see him tonight, and we're going to see him right away as Barto's getting ready to kick it off. Uh, Mullis has it all teed up at the forty yard line. That's our kicker, Kason Mullis. And we're about ready to get this ball game underway again. The field here at Bryan Stadium runs north and south. So to start this first quarter, Lakeland will be going from the south to the north or right to left across your radio dial. And uh, excellent weather on a Thursday night. We're underway with some high school football. Muller sends it down inside the 10-yard line to about the 7, picked up there by the runs of his own man, and he's going to be caught and brought down inside the 20-yard line. Looked yeah. like he had a little gap. It stopped his momentum, totally ran right into the back of his own man. I don't know how you do that. And as soon as he did that, uh, two or three Bartow players just swallowed him up. Uh, I think they'll probably mark him about the, about the 15-yard line. Xander Smith is the quarterback for the Dreadnoughts. He leads his team out on the field. He wears number 15. So it's going to be first and 10 for the Dreadnoughts, right about their own 15-yard line for the first possession of the night. Our drone is up flying, and we're ready to go. Bryant Stadium does have a feature of a play clock here. Here's a quick handoff up the middle, and it's going to be a nice run. There's a flag on the play, and it's going to go all the way to the 31-yard line, but this looks like it's coming back. Bird got tackled right at the line of scrimmage. It's going to be a holding. It's coming back. Yeah, there's like several flags. You see one right at the center field, and then you see one over here at the ten yard at the uh, ten yard line marker. If you'd like them, that's not a good way to start. I mean, you know, and that's one thing that we've talked about over the years. I mean, Lakeland's been a highly penalized team, but when you can put the points on the board and put the yards on the field, and you can recover from it, I guess you kind of kind of look over some of those penalties. The referees are still discussing uh, the call, and. Uh... That's about the only way you're going to get a bird out of a play is to uh, tackle him. Yeah, and that could be a couple of flags. I don't know. I think they're going to – looks like they're pointing toward Bartow now. Nope, maybe Illegal not. procedure is the call. They're going to decline. There's an illegal substitution call against Lakeland. They will accept that penalty. So they'll march that one off. And Bartow's big – or Lakeland's big – fullback uh, took that ball up the field for about 10 yards. I think he had a first down on the play. He did. 
All right, so it's first down again, first in a, on about 17. Here's the snap handoff. This time they try the middle again, and this time he runs right into a wall of yellow jackets, and he gets stopped for a little gain, maybe a couple of yards. It'll be second down. That's uh, Davis on the tackle, first one to get to him. Johnson, the ball carrier, senior running back for the Dreadnoughts. It'll be second down to 15. Lakeland goes no huddle here. Quarterback is Smith, Xander Smith. He's in the shotgun. Here's the snap. They toss it on his jet sweep, trying to turn the corner on the near side, and they run right into his own man again. He's going to be knocked out of bounds out of the 15-yard line. I've never seen anything like it. Once again, he's he's trying to get to the corner, and the receiver's just standing there, and he runs right into the receiver and just stops all of his momentum. Now there should be about third and about ten now. Third and ten for the Dreadnoughts, and again, they are to the line of scrimmage. Going to spot the ball right about the 15-yard line, their own 15-yard line. We're just underway here at Bryant Stadium between Bartow and Lakeland. And they do have headphones this year. We were wondering, since Castle was gone, if they had headphones. Because for years, they nobody had headphones at Lakeland. Castle did everything off that little sheet he had. Now there's a little delay here. They've stopped the play. The referees are talking... Yeah, guys, there's been a discussion about the clock. The clock has not been running. It shows 11.32. Yeah, they just run 28 seconds on the clock, but they just, I mean, you figure those have been a penalty and now two running plays, so that clock has not been running. So they're going to send both teams to the sideline for a timeout? Hmm. Well, they'll get it straightened out. We'll take a timeout as well. We're just underway. A little clock malfunction here. We'll get that straightened out. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. 35 amazing years. Hey, that's us here at Spath Jewelers. We offer services such as beautiful custom work that's sure to wow, repairs, complimentary cleaning, appraisals, watch repairs, financing. What more do you need? We're here Monday through Friday, 10 to 7, and Saturdays from 10 to 5. In today's complicated financial world, it's nice to know that Steve Wright and Company is there, helping you utilize your resources more effectively as you work toward your financial goals from tax returns to retirement plans and all the stops in between. Rely on Steve Wright and Company on Avenue H in Winter Haven. Today's broadcast is sponsored in part by the Whitten McLean Funeral Home of Bartow since 1925 and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade. They're family-owned and are committed to providing personal service with the concept of our family serving yours. All righty, we think we got all the clock situation. There's uh, 1126 and counting. Lakeland on the ball for a third and 10 play from their own 15-yard line. Xander quickly throws to the near side. He runs right into Murray. Murray's got the ball carrier and thrown for a huge loss. That was a great job by Murray. He read that the whole way and hit him. As soon as he touched the football, Murray put his face mask right in his chest. Yeah, what a great play by Murray there. He just read that thing all the way to the outside. Lakeland will be forced to punt now. They're facing a fourth and 15. Three and out for the Dreadnoughts. That's that jacket defense, the way they played all year long, and Bartow's going to get some good field position. Murray will drop back to receive the kick. Murray stands back there along with Hampton. Right about the Dreadnought 45-yard line. Williams is. Here's the snap. They got a little pressure on the punter. He gets it away. Oh, not a good kick at all. And Murray will pick it up on a hop at the 35-yard line. Murray spins and falls forward to the 31. How many yards did he save, Bruce? Was it, was it worth it? Well, 
I mean, he got about he got about six yards, but that, that's uh, that's just a no no, man. I mean, that ball is going. Everybody's going to be excited and all that, but the coach is going to be. First of all, he just grew a few more gray hairs if he has any, and uh, if he doesn't, now he does. Murray's Mr. Excitement. Yeah, he is that. And he caused a lot of excitement on that. All right, here we go. First and ten for the Yellow Jackets. uh, Williams is going to be the quarterback. That's probably why he wasn't. If uh, they get a first down, they'll be in field goal position. All right, number seven, Jadon Williams is lined up at the quarterback position. You have Thomas standing next to him. Actually, you have both Thomases standing next to him. Now they're going to put Kamari Thomas on the other side. First and ten for the Yellow Jackets at the Dreadnought 31-yard line. They're going to give it to Galva on a jet sweep. He tries to go backwards and then forward on this jet sweep, and Lakeland's there to stop it for no gain. Yeah, he lost a yard. He, he could have lost six or seven yards. That's something that you that you can't do. You're not going to outrun Lakeland to the sideline. So you've got to follow your blockers and get upfield. And, you know, sometimes just getting back to the line of scrimmage is a win. Second and 12 here for the Yellow Jackets at the Dreadnought 34-yard line. This is Bartow's first possession of the ball game. No score. Lakeland went three and out on their first possession. Williams is the quarterback starting tonight. Dreadnoughts with five down linemen. Here's the snap. Jaden wants to throw toward it. He's got a wide open. And And he overthrew Smith. Yep, if he lays it up in the air and lets him run under it. Now, we we can't get on to him because he he hasn't done a lot lot of quarterbacking. And he's thrown two passes this year, one as a running back that he overthrew and that one that he overthrew. So that's a lot of adrenaline right there, guys. Yeah, and he, I mean, that was just... You know, his first pass here in a varsity game, I mean, being moved up to this varsity and, and having to walk into here to a Lakeland, you know, the Lakeland Dreadnoughts, I mean, what a what a, what a chance to make it a, a show in there, you know? Third. Our buddy, our buddy Neil Duncan is listening to us from Anchorage, Alaska. Oh, I hate you. Wait a minute, <laughs> I, Neil. I want to go there so bad. Hang on a second for that. Third and 12 for the Yellow Jackets. Smith, again, the quarterback. He takes the snap, and he wants to throw again. He flips it out to the flat to Thomas. Thomas breaks one tackle at 30. He's at the 25 and knocked out of bounds at the 22. He's going to be close for a first down, guys. Depending going to be really close. All right, why is Neil in Anchorage, Alaska? Well, I would say vacation with his wife. Uh, I saw, no, 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 no. The volleyball team is listening to the game from Anchorage, Alaska. They just landed. Volleyball? What's the volleyball team doing in Anchorage, Alaska? Playing volleyball. There's a volleyball tournament there. I should be doing radio in Anchorage, Alaska right now. Jeff, where's our plane, brother? we got to get the WBF jet out. Fuel that sucker up, yeah. There was a penalty on the play against Bartos. That wipes out the nice pass run, and it's going to move Bartos, make it third and 20 now from the 45-yard line. I tell you what, if I went all the way out to Anchorage, Alaska with the volleyball team, as soon as that tournament was over, I'm getting on a boat, and I'm going sightseeing. Well, good luck to the team Absolutely. playing volleyball. They, they're listening, so uh, we greetings from Florida. Hope you guys are having fun out there. Stay warm. Third down for the Yellow Jackets. They need about 22. They're bringing them to Jadon Smith, handoff up the middle, and they're going to try to get it to uh, Thomas. That's Jace Thomas. He runs right in the middle of that, ye- that uh, dreadnought line, and he's going nowhere. Maybe gets a yard. It'll be a punting situation for Bartow. Yeah, that's a really good uh, – 
call by Eden right there. You know, if you break it, that's a great thing. If not, let's just punt this football and play field position. So, guys, real quick, I was talking earlier about the, the team that had that drum, so I was just reminded by a, a faithful listener that we have, David Music. You know, he's always commenting oh, yeah. and listening to us on radio. He said, that was American Heritage. That's who it was. <sighs> All right, now, Cason uh, Mullis is handling the punting duties here for the Yellow Jacket. There's movement at the line of scrimmage. Looks like Lakeland might have jumped. Yeah, it looks like they're going to call that on Bartow. Oh, nope. They're going to give it to Lakeland. Oh. A five-yard flag against the Dreadnoughts for offside. It's still going to be fourth down, though. And a little bit. <laughs> five yards is five yards. Yeah. And, and Mike is, is uh, Mullis, he's kicking into a pretty good win. You know, actually, it's not bad down here on the field. I mean, if you look at the flags, they're, uh, you, some of them are flying one way, some of them are flying the other way. So it's really not bad down here on the field. Yeah, this is all about nerves right here. Just get a good kickoff and just let it go. Mullis is ready to receive the snap. It's a good one. Here he goes. He gets it up. It's good going to job. be a high kick, and it's going to bounce right at the 15-yard line. Bartos down there to down it, and they get it inside the five. Did they get it to the one? They did. They got it inside the one, guys. Nice. That's a great job. A great job by Mullis. You know, uh, the, the he's he's a kicker, but the thing about it is, is you know, his first punt last week uh, didn't didn't go very well, and so uh, this this kick wasn't the greatest in the world, but it worked out perfect. So it's first and 10 for the Lakeland Dreadnoughts, and they're going to be all the way back inside their own one-yard line. Wonderful kick by Mullis. No score in the ballgame, 8-17 to play here in the first quarter. Smith now standing in his end zone in the shotgun. Here's the snap. He's going to hand it off, and they're caught in the back. Safety, guys. Did they get him? Did they, they get him? him? They got him in the end zone. They got him in the end zone. They caught him yep. behind the line of scrimmage. That's a safety for the Yellow Jackets. Yep, the one referee already. Put it up on the board. That's incredible. Good penetration by the Jackets. I didn't see who got inside there, Mike. It's uh, We've got kind of tinted windows, so it's a little hard to tell. Yeah, they were, they were, by the time I could get it down there, there were several Jackets in there on that one. Farto, the defense scores the first points of the ball game. We've talked about all year long how that Jacket defense and Barto's offense will get the ball back on a free kick. Yep. And they're not kicking from the 40. That kicker's at the 40. They kick from the 20. That's where they're supposed to back it up to. Yeah, he thinks he's kicking from the 40. And, Mike, you need to scream at an official if they give him the ball at the 40-yard uh, He's running He's running it back. He's got the ball on this side, and he's bringing it back. Okay. Yeah, y'all come on down here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was definitely made letting that be known that you guys aren't kicking from up there. Come on back to the 20. Really dark for you. It's uh. Lakeland probably hasn't had many safeties uh, this year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. New. That's probably the first one. Yeah, and Bartow was in the backfield. I mean, as soon as that handoff took place, Bartow was in the backfield. They snuffed that one out. They were were already there. Taylor is back deep to receive the the free kick from the Lakeland Dreadnoughts. Now they have a spot correctly at the 20-yard line. Bartow in front, two to nothing on a safety by the Yellow Jacket defense. Here's the kick, low line drive kick, and it's going to go out of bounds. Out of bounds. <clears throat> so that should give them the ball. There's the flag. up around the 40 or 50-yard line. I don't think they'll give it at the 35. 
I thought he was going to grab it. I never seen a kickoff go out of bounds on a free kick. That was Galva over there on that play, and he did very good to hold off the instinct to pick up the ball and and run with it and let it trickle out of bounds. Put him at the 45. I'll take that. Or are they so making him re-kick? Make yep, make him kick it over. So you penalize him five yards on that and then kick it again? Yeah. I don't know. If they give it to me at the 45, I'd take it. I would, too. Well, the referee put the ball down at the 45. So they, they, you have to take the penalty. Yeah, that's that's, and that's on the dreadnought forty-five yard line. So the Barto offense will go to work from there. Barto with two drop. This will be their second drive of the night. Both have started in dreadnought territory. Jadon Williams. He wears number seven. He's the quarterback tonight. He brings his offense to the line of scrimmage. Smith on the near side here, along with Galva, in the wideout positions. And Williams in the shotgun. Lakeland with a four-down lineman. Now the two Thomases will switch positions. Jace Thomas wears number two. Kamari Thomas wears number four. And I'll put Galvin in motion. Here's the snap. They fake it. Going to give it to Thomas. Oh, and he slipped just as he made his cut. He's going to lose a yard. Yeah, Lakeland, was, Lakeland had a lot of penetration there anyway. Lost two, it'll be second and 12 here for the Yellow Jackets at the Dreadnought 47-yard line. Bartow in front, two to nothing. 7.54 left here in the first quarter from Bryant Stadium. Yellow Jackets are 6-0, and Lakeland is 4-2. and We're going to send Thomas as a wide out on the, on the left side of the formation. Smith on the near side. Gallo will join him on the near side. And again, Williams is the quarterback. He's in the shotgun. Uh, Lakeland plays awful shallow, guys. Again, they're going to put Galva in motion. Williams wants to throw. Here's the downfield, and it's over the head of everybody. Yeah, and, and until Williams learns to how to throw that pass, they don't need to do that again because the corner that time rode him like he was a – like he owned him. Like yeah, yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. the only person that was going to catch that ball was going to be the corner, who's about 6'4", six, 6'6". Six, six. That pass was intended for a Taylor, and he was well covered on the play. So it's now it's third down, third and 12 for the Yellow Jackets at the dreadnought 47-yard line. But again, listening to Eden in the pregame about last week, he does a lot of things like a chessboard. Like you, you run two or three plays to, to run one other play. Williams in the shotgun. Lakeland showing some pressure. Here they come, and they're going to quickly get it out of his hand. And as he, as he threw the ball, he was hit, and the ball fell to the ground incomplete. So Lakeland brought a couple extra people that time and forced the errant throw. This Lakeland defense is humongous. So that's going to put Bartow in punt formation once again. We'll see what Kason can do. Kason Mullis can do with this one. Yeah. Each time he gets a little more confidence. Back deep to receive for the 
That's Johnson back there for the Dreadnoughts. Here's the snap. It's a good one. The kick is up, and it is away. Another nice high kick. Fair catch called for at the 10-yard line, and he makes it on a diving catch. He just barely That's a dangerous catch right there, guys. I mean, you see him waving it off, and then he's trying to come back to it to catch it. That's, That's dangerous. But, again, Lakeland, a very poor field position. Mike, right about the 11-yard line, it looks like, right? Yes, sir. First and 10 for the Dreadnoughts. Bartos in front, 2 to nothing on a safety. Yellow Jackets uh, caught the running back in the end zone on the last possession. Xander Smith, the quarterback for the Dreadnoughts, brings him to the line of scrimmage. They're going to put one man in motion. They'll fake it to him, and oh. he's caught in the backfield again. Yeah, Bartos getting a lot of penetration on that front line there. They just had him. I mean, it wasn't as soon as the ball was it up, but he was on him pretty quickly. David Davis is so fast, Mike, the tackle can't even move to get to him, and Davis is around him. Yeah, exactly. Now, that could work out to the benefit of Lakeland. He could run by a play at some point, but at this time, if they're running away from him, uh, Davis is going to run him down before he can get to the line of scrimmage. Second and ten. Here's a jet sweep. They try to run on the outside, and they break a couple of tackles. They cross the 15, cross the 20, knocked out of bounds. Goes the running back. Looks like they're going to be right. It's going to be close to a first down, guys, if they don't, depending on the spot here. That was Walker, the running back, the senior running back. Very close. They're going to give him nine, so it's going to be third and one. Yep. It was a great block by the receiver. He just uh, turned Gala to, or uh, Hampton to the inside. And um, also uh, uh, Jihad Brown. They both got pushed to the inside. Third and one. Here's the handoff, and they're going to, oh, my gosh, it's going to be very close. I don't know. He's going to get it, guys. Forward motion is going to look like they're going to spot it for him. That was the big, that was the big running back, Johnson, with the carry, and they were going to get a uh, Lakeland first down. The first first down of the ball game, and we're halfway through the first quarter. Yeah. Well, Mike said it uh, in pregame that it was going to be a good defensive battle, and now we've got a timeout. Timeout for a water break. Timeout for the water break. We'll take it as well. Bartow 2, Lakeland nothing. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. This is Tyler Kelly with Kelly Buick GMC. Each year, we donate a brand new GMC truck to our schools. Go to 20bucktruck.com for details on how you can win a brand new GMC from Kelly Buick GMC. 20bucktruck.com. You've heard the expression, try it before you buy it, right? Well, at Keith's Spray Service, they won't ask you to sign a long-term contract because they're confident that you'll want them to keep coming back to care for your delicate ornamentals and lawn treatment. Keith's Spray Service, for over 50 years. Once again, Craig, a budget you pull out of Bartow on their inventory. But uh, most of our vehicles are around uh, uh, from the early 90s to the uh, the mid-2010s, you know, 2008, 9, 10, that area. The part you need when you need it. Budget you pull it, Highway 60 East, Bartow. Welcome back to Bartow Yellow Jacket Football. We're at uh, Bryan Stadium tonight, taking on the Lakeland Dreadnoughts. Lakeland with a first and 10 from their own 22-yard line, and flags will stop this play as we get a procedure call against Lakeland. So that'll back them up five yards. Bartow's in front, two to nothing on a safety. The Yellow Jacket defense scoring points. Yeah, either that or a two-run homer, or one of the two. But <laughs> well, we don't want to talk about baseball right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah what is it, like... Uh, like 3 o'clock uh, out in Alaska right now? 
In the afternoon? Could be. They're just finishing lunch. First and 15 for the Dreadnoughts. Xander Smith wants to throw. He's under some pressure. Oh. Now he's rolling. He's got some running room. He's tripped up as he crossed the 25-yard line. Tripped himself. Looks like the old turf monster grabbed him. So it's going to be second down in about seven. Yeah, and you see him get up grabbing his arm already, guys. I mean, so I don't know if he went down wrong or if that was a previous injury that he just aggravated or whatever, but you see him going down yeah, he now. Goes down, he just took his down. helmet off, and now he's on his knees. So he, we knew he was banged up. So, Mike, we have a little injury timeout. Good time to talk to Coach Hayde. Yeah, yeah. Hang, hang on one second here, guys, and I'll put him on the line with you. Coach Mike Hayde, who does a lot of recruiting and a lot of uh, scouting. Won a state championship at Fort Meade. Won a state championship at Fort Meade. Coach? How you doing, fellas? Hey, Coach, how you doing tonight? Doing great. Recruiting the 863 for Allen University. For Allen University. Well, you see you see a lot of good players on the field tonight, don't you? Yeah, there's always good talent here at uh, Lakeland, and Bartow's got some good football players on defense. Anybody specific you're looking at for Bartow? Or Lakeland? I'm not allowed to. I'm not allowed to use names. So okay. it's an NCA violation. Oh, come on, okay, Coach. He's, been, he's playing hardball with us. <laughs> we understand, Coach, but we'll heckle you later on. I like the fast ones. We we, we recruit speed at Allen U. There you go. A lot okay. of our a lot of our best players are from Florida, and they're fast. We look for Second switchy in. and fast and tough kids, no football, Christian character. That's what we're looking for. One of our best players is from um, Rich Community, Bo Harrington. His dad's a head football coach at Haines City. Okay. Yep. Second and eight play here for the Lakeland Dreadnoughts. They run a little sweep play. They're going to get about uh, close to a first down. It's third down now for the Dreadnoughts. Well, Coach, we know you have fond memories of you from down in the Fort Meade days and everything. And uh, you enjoying doing the scouting? Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. I've been um, recruiting. I've been recruiting um, Florida for either Weber, Warner, or um, now Allen since I left Fort Meade since 2008. It's a blast. Do you keep up with your old guys? Do you keep up with uh, Coach McRae, Coach Killitz, guys like that, Mike? Yeah, I do. Um, I know Big Jake is up there with um, Coach Creech. Doing those guys were awesome for me. I haven't talked to Coach Killitz, but from what I understand, Sean's up in the panhandle. I miss going to his house on Friday nights after Fort Meade and Bartow played. <laughs> they hit that, that nice back porch he and Coach Attaway built. It was really fun. There's a timeout on the field. It's fourth and one for Lakeland, and they, they called a timeout, and they, they want to discuss this, this big fourth down play. Uh, Coach, do you, do you get to get it to uh, Polk County all, uh, much? With all your recruiting and scouting? Yeah, I, 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 I try to recruit Orlando and Tampa and I-4 heavily. And then we have quite a few players from South Florida as well. Um, any, any, anywhere, we're, we're, I, I got the, the whole entire off. state. Okay. They made a correction. Now it's third down. So it's third and one. They had to get the, the down marker straight, Coach. So here we go. Third and one for the Dreadnoughts. Let's see what here they run. And they're going to give it to Johnson, the big fullback, up the middle. And he's not going anywhere. Look at the pile he ran into. Big rugby scrum there, and yeah, they're going to give it to him. Uh, he he, they did like you see him more and more in college in the pros. They get a couple of guys behind him, and they just pushed him uh, forward and got him that yard that he needed, and that's a first down for Lakeland. First down for Lakeland. Well, coach, we'll let you get back to work. We appreciate you jumping on the radio here and talking about it. It's always a pleasure to hear from you. Nice to see you guys. Maybe I'll see you at the golf course soon. Go Miners. Take care, coach. Thank you, coach. Coach uh, Mike Hayde. 
former coach of the Fort Meade Miners, now, uh, as you heard, scouting and recruiting there for Allen University. All right, first and ten. Here's a quick pitch to the near side. It's going to be caught, and stepped out of bounds is the receiver, Pinnick. Yeah, I'm shocked they didn't throw a flag right there. I mean, the the corner who was Hampton was was coming right at him and got pushed. Did I hear Coach Hayde say at the end of your interviews, "Go Miners"? Miners. Yeah, he did. Is that what he said? We, yeah. We let we let people get away with stuff like that. We're we're nice guys. Yeah. You just can't say Mulberry or Lake Region. Oh, or, or yeah, or, or uh, whatever they are. That other one, the other team to the north of us. Second and four, Barto jumps on the second and four play. Ugh. Or else they were drawn. Let's see what the call is. Nope, it's going to be offsides against the Yellow Jackets. That might be a first down. Yeah, yeah it will be. I think you're right. And that's going to be enough yardage there for a Lakeland first down. 3.55 left here in the first quarter. It's yeah. Bartow 2 and Lakeland nothing. We're trying to keep an eye on Xander Smith, the quarterback for the Dreadnoughts. He went down with injury. He's back in the ball game. He seems to be doing okay, but uh, we knew he came in here a little banged up. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. First and 10 for Lakeland. At their own 46-yard line, he'll go up under center, hand it to Johnson. Johnson up the middle, he goes, breaks one tackle. There's a flag on the play, and Johnson crosses over into Bartow territory, gets all the way down near the 40-yard line. Yeah, you got uh, the safety coming up, and then you have uh, Hampton on the tackle. I think they're going to get Bartow on a face mask. Yep. So the play got to the 39-yard line, and you're going to add some yardage onto that for the penalty. Penalty is a personal foul face mask. Yeah, this is, the, you know, the heart of our defense is is a defensive line, and if you if you break it to that second wave, then then you got issues. Now Stanley, of course, has been outstanding. Roderick Clark uh, been playing linebacker, uh, doing outstanding. But uh, the clock runs at 3:44. First and ten for the Dreadnoughts at the Yellow Jacket. 24-yard line. Johnson again with the ball up the middle. He goes left, right, and he crosses the 20 down to the 17-yard line. Goddard Clark, uh, just as we mentioned his name, he makes a tackle, but uh, not till they're downfield. It'll be second and four. Second and four for Lakeland. So the quarterback just came out for one play, right? Yes, he yeah. did. And that is Smith. He's going up under center this time. Eye formation behind him. Johnson is the deep man, and Johnson will get the ball. Cuts it up field, and uh, Johnson's uh, caught down in the 16-yard line. It'll be third down. Yeah, Lakeland trying to use their speed right now to get to the edge. They going up the middle. They they've only had the one successful play every every other time. We've been right there to to shut them down, but they're going left, right, left, right. It's going to be third and about four. They didn't get any gain on that. So third and four for Lakeland at the Yellow Jacket 18-yard line. High formation again. They're going to give it to Johnson again. Up the middle he goes. Johnson's caught from behind. He did not get the first down. Oh, and a helmet comes off. And a flag on the play. 66. That's uh, that's I well. That was the Bruce. Bruce. Uh, Mike. Mike on Bruce. I no, I, I see because I don't see a 52. Yeah, there's 52. 52. All 
right, we got to figure out who 66 is, Mike. Yeah. Because we got Bird. We got, we got 88. That's Martin. I don't see a. Is there a 98 down there? No. 66 might be. 66 must be Bird. The penalty is against Lakeland. Marching that back here, it'll be third down again, and they'll move it all the way to the 30, check that, the 28-yard line. And now they'll call it the 27. What was it, Mike, a hold? Yes, sir. Holding against the Dreadnoughts. It'll be third down now, and third and 13 from the Bartow 27-yard line. Two minutes left here in the opening quarter. Yellow Jackets in front, two to nothing. High formation again. Here's the snap. They fake it to Johnson this time, and Xander wants to throw. Smith slings it toward the end zone. And there's all kinds intercepted. Bartow intercepted it, and that's going to be Bartow football. The official just said it was a touchdown, guys. He just said a touchdown. Yeah, well, he got trucked. Yeah, yeah he did. It's a touchback. Intercepted. Mike, was that Galva number eight? Yeah, that was uh, number 20. Number 20. Yes, sir. That is Burgess. R- Romario Burgess with the interception. Yeah, the, like Bruce said, the referee just got ran over. Yeah, I, I don't know. They're done or discussing in the end zone now. I think they're going to wave that off. Nope. Nope, they're not. It's- Touchback. Bartos ball. Uh, we could see it from here that it was a pick. Right, Bartos defense comes through again. And I, I, I want to give a quick little shout-out, make sure the referee's okay. He took a wallop. Yeah, he uh, he got hit. He kind of sat down on the goal line there for just a minute, looked around, jumped up, called it a touchdown. I guess he thought Lakeland had I – mean, I guess he forgot which way he was going. So when you got when you got Tweety Birds flying all around your head, you know – You kind of get confused, right? You can understand anything at that point. First and ten for the Yellow Jackets from their own 20-yard line. Williams, the quarterback. Put one man in motion, and the ball's on the ground. The ball is on the ground. There's a fumble, missing chain, and Lakeland's got it at the 20. Oh, my goodness. That ball bounced for 10 yards. It looked like the man in motion, Taylor, hit the ball as it was being snapped, and he wasn't looking for it. And, uh, yeah. Just like that, Lakeland's got it back uh, around the 20-yard line. That's... To, to beat Lakeland, that's one thing that we cannot have. I mean, the, the turnover for us was great, but to give it right back to them, we can't be shifting momentum like that. No, absolutely not. Not that close to the goal line, especially. So back-to-back plays with turnovers. First, an interception by the Yellow Jackets and a fumble by Bartow. So Lakeland, first and 10 from, their, from Bartow, 20-yard line. 148 left here in the first quarter. Here's the snap. Jet sweep. They get it to uh, number 10 to Walker. Walker reverses his field. He's crossed the 15 and brought down near the 13-yard line. Mets up to Nick on the jet sweep. Really did not want to go down, guys. I mean, that was, Bartow was all over him, and he refused to go down. Second down, second and about three here for Lakeland. Got player hurt. He run off the field number five. Second and three here for the Dreadnoughts at the Bartow 13-yard line. 
Smith will be in the shotgun. Smith will hand it off on a jet sweep again. He runs right into a Bartow defender. Hampton with a great play. Nice form tackle on the ball carrier by Hampton. They're going to lose maybe one. Maybe third and three. Davis gets up a little shaky, but he's okay. Forty seconds remaining here in the in the first quarter. And the game, uh, the the forty second clock has stopped. So I guess now it's running again. I don't, I don't understand this clock situation, guys. It's been a really long first quarter. And look at their scoreboard, Mike. It's just like ours. It's jumping. It's jumping around, yeah. Now the big scoreboard is is going Here's down. the snap. Hand off to Johnson. And Johnson is slung down just short of the 10-yard line. That's going to be very close. I don't think he got it, Mike. Really? No, it doesn't look so, guys. It'll be fourth down. Yep. Well, they'll change. The They're going to let the clock run out here, too. That's going to be the end of the first quarter. With your score, the Bartow Yellow Jackets 2 and the Lakeland Dreadnoughts nothing. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Imagine trying to work in an office that is so hot and humid you can't concentrate or so cold you always need a jacket. Centrus Air Conditioners of Bartow reminds you that maintenance is vital to keep your system running smoothly year-round. Such great care. It must be Citrus Air. Today's broadcast is presented in part by Pallet One, now seeking employees, offering competitive pay, great benefits, and a safety-first environment. Join Pallet One for a stable, long-term career as part of a fast-paced, dedicated team. Pallet One is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Call us at 863-537-7537. Well, we start the open, first. <laughs> Welcome back to Bartow Yellow Jacket Football as we get ready to start the second quarter. And, Bruce, the, the, the Lakeland team has adopted the Children's Hospital just to the, uh, uh, to the east of us there. And that during between the quarters, they all run onto the field, the cheerleaders and members, and they just wave over at the Children's Hospital. It's a really cool sight. It's a wonderful thing that they do. And, and, and the, the parents and the kids, they, they look out the windows and, and they flash their phones and things like that. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. Well, they do it at the end of each quarter. No, just the first quarter. Oh, okay. And they've been doing it for they've been doing it for years. We've been coming over here, so it's a really it's a really fascinating. It's good on Lakeland for doing that. All righty, for second quarter, Bartu in front, two to nothing. <laughs> Looking for a light switch again. Uh huh. Lakeland with the ball at the at their Bartow. You can call that Mike about the seven yard line. Yes, sir. Xander is the quarterback. He's in the shotgun. Johnson standing right next to him. They're gonna put one man in motion. Oh, and they get Bartow to jump. See, so that's something that Xander's doing. If you notice, when he goes down, he claps, he squats down. Yeah. So he does a lot of movement in the backfield. Plus, he's got a man in motion. That's going to give the uh, Lakeland Dreadnoughts a first and goal. Obviously, it's, it's legal, I guess, Mike, because uh, 
Yeah, that's just a lot of movement. I just didn't realize you could make all those movements in the backfield. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with the clap. I'm okay with this, that, and the other. But to put a man in motion and then, you know, squat down like he's squatting down, that just that gives a lot. This time Xander will go up under center. He'll turn. He'll toss it to the trailing back, and that is going to be Walker. He heads toward the end zone. Looks like he's got it. He's got it, yeah. Fumble, guys. are saying it's a fumble. Fumble. They signal signal a touchdown. Yep, yep. Arto comes up with the football, but they're saying it's a touchdown. I don't know. uh, I think he was in before he actually dropped it. Yeah, I mean, the nose, if the nose touches the line, it's a touchdown. Yeah, I think he was in before he actually dropped it. So a touchdown run by the Dreadnoughts. Walker at 11.52 here in the second quarter. Puts Lakeland on in front six to two. And they're on now to attempt the extra point. Here's the snap, the hold, the kick is up, and it sails right on through the south end zone. Eleven fifty-two in the first in the second quarter. It is Lakeland seven and Bartow two. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Are you crazy for customer service? So are we. Here at Spatulers, we realize that our complete customer satisfaction is essential to our success. With our friendly and knowledgeable staff, you'll feel right at home as soon as you walk through the door. This is more than just a job. It's our love and passion. Come see us. Emily at Spatulers. The Witten McLean Funeral Home of Bartow and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade hold high the responsibility placed on them, offering you the personal attention and distinctive service you deserve. Witten and McLean, synonymous with service. When you drive by Bartow Ford, you see a huge lot. But what you might not know is we have over 72 service bays and can customize your truck with lift, wheels, and tires. At Bartow Ford, we have you covered. Bartow Ford, we're different, and we prove it. Welcome back to Bryant Stadium here in Lakeland for the Bartow Yellow Jackets and the Lakeland Dreadnoughts. Lakeland with their first touchdown. They get on the board uh, 7-2 is your score in favor of Lakeland. And Bartow will now go back on offense. They have it all teed up at the 40. Back deep to receive. It's going to be Murray back there along with Tom. It's going to be a short kick taken at the 25-yard line by one of the up men. Tries to make a cut. He's still on his feet. And he's going to be knocked down at the 28-yard line. Yeah, I, I thought that was Murray, but it's uh, Thomas. Thomas, yeah. He tried to make a little cut, and that didn't work. Worked yeah, you, out for him. Yeah, you can definitely tell that Lakeland's done their studies on the uh, on the on the deep backs because whenever they kick that thing off, they're kicking it short. The Yellow Jackets take their first down and ten. They're on the twenty-eight yard line. So Barto, who uh, fumbled on their last possession, which led to those seven points by Lakeland, take over first and ten at their own twenty-three yard line. And number seven, Jadon Williams plays quarterback. He has two Thomases standing right next to him in the backfield. Here's the snap and handoff up the middle. And Thomas is stuffed. He's going to lose a couple on that play. Yeah, I mean, as soon as he got the ball in his hands, he was going backwards. They're going to lose about four on the play, make it second down. The 
Who scored the touchdown? I believe it was Johnson. We will admit that the the numbers for Lakeland that far away are a little difficult for these these old eyes. Jackets will send three receivers now on the far side of the field. Empty backfield now for Williams. Two receivers on the near side. Williams calls for the snap. Whistles will stop this play. We have delay of game against Bartow. Well, you can't doubt that. We don't see it at too many stadiums, but here at Bryan Stadium, there is a game clock or a play clock. Yeah. I almost called it a shot clock. Yeah. They had that down in uh, um, Martin, Martin County. County had yeah. one, yep. So delay a game called against the Yellow Jackets. We'll back them up five yards. Make now, it second in uh, about 17. Yeah. Now they got to remember they only got 25 seconds here, and it's already down to 15, and they're just breaking the huddle. Well, they stopped it. Now, now it's so. It only shows five seconds. Bartow has to call the time. Wait a minute. So the clocks are not in sync, guys. One clock is running at one and one. See that? So look, one clock's at zero, zero. The other clock was at one. So I I don't trust those clocks. So there's a timeout on the field called by the Yellow Jackets. You know, since 1966, the Bartow Community Service Center has been empowering people and inspiring change. Support their mission to help Bartow families get out of crisis by visiting their thrift store on East Summerlin Street in downtown Bartow. Help us be epic. Lakeland in front, 7-2 here at Bryant Stadium on a Thursday night. Thursday night football. You think think we'll have more points than the Commanders and the Bears will tonight? Oh, no. No, I I think that's... That that one could be over, over on maybe... 60 on the over? I'd go over on 60. Really? Yeah. Chicago's playing great de- offense. All righty, here we go. Uh, following the timeout, second and 17 for the Yellow Jackets. They're going to put Taylor in motion. Here's the snap. Williams wants to throw. He does. He gets it to the back, but uh, Wells played by the Dreadnoughts and thrown for a loss. Yeah. And there we go. We got now we got an unsportsman here. He stood over him and taunted him, but then he took his hat, helmet off. Helmet's off. We'll take it. Yeah, he, he needs to. I mean, listen. There's one thing to do it, but then whenever you do it and take your helmet off, that's that's uh, that's. That could I'll be say a double it, whammy. I'll say that's poor coaching. He could. Bruce is right. There could be two two flags: one for the taunting, and then one for taking his helmet off. That player makes his way to the sideline, and let's see if the referee will take a nice little stroll here. So, Bruce, our buddy Garth, I mean, he's out of town this weekend, I believe. He's up at a college homecoming, and he just wanted to send out a quick message. He said, you guys sound as good as always. He said, good job. Well, we appreciate Garth, and uh, we, we love him and love what he's doing for his program. And uh, he's all the time posting stuff about his, his old school and happy that he's up there for a reunion and hope he has a great time. We just noticed the White Hat official ran over to, to Coach Frazier and gave him an explanation, and he made the motion of taking your helmet off. So that's what the call was. 
So it's not enough for a first down, but now it's third and manageable. Third and about three here for the Yellow Jackets. Williams, the quarterback, he stands in the shotgun. Two receivers to the left, two receivers to the right for Bartow. Thomas is the back, standing right next to quarterback Williams. Now going to put Taylor in motion. And they want to throw, looking for Smith, and this time, oh, it's interference. Just, I can't believe he didn't throw the flag. Just off the fingertips of Smith. Looked like he might have got grabbed. Yeah, and that, that time it was, it was a little, it was a quick little move by Williams at the line of scrimmage that got the quarterback, uh, the corner to bite, and we, uh, Smith went right by him. And now it'll be fourth down, and they're going to go for it. It's fourth and one. I don't. Yeah, it was fourth and three. Yeah, I don't understand this. Yeah, I, I struggled with that call a while ago, guys. I mean, the um, the official just the official on this side of the field is just not in the game. I mean, he's just not there where the play's happening at. Um, he's he was 15 yards away from that, and uh, there was there was quite a bit of contact there. Well, they got a ball mark. The, the down marker the is, down mar- is yeah. fourth and one, but the ball is spotted at the 36 yard line. So we're well, there. You go. Yeah, now he just fixed it. We gained two yards on an incomplete pass. Yeah, that's great. Now the referees have respotted the ball. It's fourth down. Fourth and a fourth and a pretty good three, Bruce. Yeah. Jackets with the offense on the field. Listen, don't wait for him to get set. Williams is the quarterback on a fourth and three at their own 36-yard line for Bartow. Gonna try and draw them all. See if they can get Lakeland to jump. Jump. Play clock is at 22 seconds. Why is the play clock running on the timeout? It should be a 25 second clock. Here's the snap, and they do run it. They hand it off, and Williams is caught behind the line of scrimmage. He's thrown back for a loss. Yeah. Yeah, but on a on a timeout, he faked the, time- the faked the handoff. It should be a 25-second clock, Mike. They're, they're, they're all screwed up with their clocks. Yep. Whoever's running the clock doesn't know. When you come out of a timeout, it's a 25-second clock. Correct. And Lakeland, uh, whoever's running the clocks, is not doing a very good job whatsoever. And now Bartow is uh, giving Lakeland a pretty good field position here. Well, I don't know if I'd they'll have to turn it over on. They turn it over on down. So Lakeland, yeah, first and ten. I don't know if I'd agreed with with that play calling right now. I think I'd have kicked the ball away. Yeah, I, I gotta I gotta go along with you. But uh, you know, the way I look at it, um, he's brought us this far. I ain't gonna question him. First and ten, Dreadnought Smith wants to throw it quarter into the end zone. It's going to be incomplete. There's a flag on the play. That was a gorgeous play by Hampton. And that if it's going to be a holding call. A holding where? Is the lineman right here on thirty yard line through the flag? Clearly, the clearly the defensive guy couldn't hold him because the uh, the uh, receiver was was five yards behind him. Yeah, the the, the, the Lakeland coaches are upset. So illegal man downfield is the call against Lakeland. And Hampton did a fantastic job in coverage. He knocked that ball away in the end zone right as it was coming to the receiver. So that'll back up the dreadnoughts all the way to the 35-yard line. 
They'll give you about one yard if, if you know, because sometimes uh, a guy that's blocking may stumble or something like that. But if you go more than a yard, they're going to throw that flag. It's going to be first and 15 here for the Dreadnoughts from the Bartow 35-yard line. Smith, the quarterback, he's in the shotgun. He takes the snap, hand off, and that is going to be Pinnick. Up the middle he goes across the 35, tripped up at the 31. That was a great tackle, and i got to think that's Bird. I've got to believe 66 is Bird tonight, guys. Well, no. Yeah, got to be Bird. Got to be Bird, yeah. Wearing 66 tonight instead of 98. Yeah. Second and 10 here for the Lakeland Dreadnoughts at the Yellow Jacket 30, 31-yard line. Lakeland in front, 7-2. Just past the nine-minute mark left here in the first half. Smith will be the quarterback. He's going to stand in the shotgun. Two receivers left, two receivers right. Now they're going to put one of them in motion, and flags will stop this play. Watch the play clock, guys. The clock's in the corner of the end zone. It was down to three seconds. The one in the north end zone had like 11 seconds on it. The one in this end, in the south end zone had like three seconds on it. The flag is against Lakeland for illegal procedure. That'll back them up five more yards. You know, we're used to this. We talk about it all the time when we're talking about Lakeland. Now, we're actually playing them tonight, but Lakeland may have 300 yards in offense, but they'll have 200 yards in penalties. This is typical Lakeland. Always has been, but they win. So, you know, you can't get on to them about that. Second and 15 for the Dreadnoughts at the Bartow 36-yard line. Here's Johnson up the middle. He goes, runs right into big number 19, Clark, and he's going to get about five, six yards on the play. Mike, I saw what you were talking about there. The clock in the north end zone just quit. It quit yeah, uh, at at 23 seconds, where the other clock kept going. Exactly, it's that stuttering, it's that hesitation in the in the countdown. So it all depends on which officials looking at that play clock. Well, it would. Be we should only be guy. one. Should only be one looking at that. And they're not in sync right now either. No, now, I can't see the other one. So third and nine here for the Lakeland Dreadnoughts. Hand off to the second man through Johnson. He tries to turn the corner. Breaks one tackle. He's at the 25. Brought down to the 23. Be close. He's at a 23. It's going to be short, guys. Oh, yeah. They're marking him three yards short. Yeah, you see the difference in the clocks right now. One's at, see that? It's funny. One had 14 seconds. The other one was at zero. It's going to be fourth and four for Lakeland, and Lakeland wants a timeout. We'll take a timeout as well. It is Lakeland 7, Bartow 2. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Locally owned and operated. We are FM 102.9 and AM 1130. WWBF Bartow. You have a chance to win a brand new GMC truck from Kelly Buick GMC and help support our local schools like the Polk County 4-H and FFA programs. 20bucktruck.com, 20bucktruck.com. Kelly Buick GMC. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Visit us at evolveyourbond.com. 
Hello, Barto. This is Joe DeCessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com. You are listening to WWBF Bartow, 79 degrees here at Bryan Stadium. Lakeland with the ball, facing a fourth and three. Here's the snap, and the ball's on the ground. The ball's on the ground. Bartow's going to get it no matter what. Murray covers it up at the 30-yard line. And Murray's taking off, and he's down to about the 50. Bartow has it regardless, like you said. But uh, Murray was getting that football. He was backstepping. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets at their own 30-yard line. That's Lakeland's second turnover tonight. They threw a pick in the end zone. Now they fumble on a fourth down play. Wow. 7-16 left in the first half. Now we're going to just try to generate some offense and work the clock a little bit. We don't want to get in that same situation we were with Winter Haven last week where you know the defense was on the field the whole time. Now Bartow does have a few couple of first downs. And we got a new quarterback, Bruce. <coughs> Ethan Browis, yep. number 16, is in the ball game. He's the sophomore <coughs> pulled up from the junior varsity squad. His first action tonight. Here's the snap. He's going to hand it off. Up the middle goes number two. That's Jace Thomas with a nice positive gain of about three yards. Yeah. They don't have any film on them on him, so they have, they have to respect it. They ha- and if I was Eden, I would have him throw the ball, maybe roll him out and have him throw the ball early, try to get a little confidence in him. He's a sophomore, 5'9", 156 pounds. Well, he looks bigger than that. Wearing number 16 tonight for the Yellow Jackets. We see Ethan Browis. Jason Williams back, number 11, back on offense. Good to have him back. Two receivers left, two receivers right in the shotgun. Browis. Checking, checking, checking. Now they're going to put Thomas in motion into the backfield. He wants to throw. He does. Oh, and it's tipped. That's incomplete. That's on. It looks like it hit the ground. It did. That defense has got some height on him. He's going to have to get that ball up there. Well, yeah, and that looks like five nine. That looked like a five nine quarterback right there trying to throw it over a six two, six three lineman. And again, the butterflies in his stomach have just got to be roaring. And uh, we're just pretty thrilled for this young man for him to get the opportunity to play tonight. It's going to be third and uh, third and six here for the Yellow Jackets. Wait, that's not the bright position for the ball. They put it at the 30-yard line. That's supposed to be like, a, did they take him back like five yards? Yeah, now they'll move it forward. Boy, I tell you what, uh, oh, uh, they say we, we're playing this game because they don't have enough officials, right? Well, they So they send, I don't know. All right, now they've respotted for a third down for the Yellow Jackets at their own 33-yard line. And they oh, get some movement, and the whistle's going to stop this play. Broas, the quarterback. Mike, your buddy over there, he just refused Browis. to throw the flag. and He's confused, guys. It was on his side. It, fortunate uh, the uh, side judge on this side saw him jump, 
Yeah, and, this, this this guy over here, he's he's confused. He's lost. I don't yeah. know where he's at tonight. Yeah, this ain't pro football where you can step across the line and then step back got a timeout. Timeout for the uh, mandatory water break gives us a chance to tell you about uh, Citizens Bank and Trust. They take great pride in being uh, Polk County's bank and understand the responsibility that comes with it each and every day. Citizens Bank and Trust. Since 1920, member FDIC and an equal housing lender. 7-2 to is your score. Lakeland in front. Let's see if we get an update for it. There's only one other game going on tonight, and that is Winter Haven playing uh, at Eagle Lake, uh, the Ridge Community, I mean, excuse me, the uh, Lake Region Thunder. No score reported in that ball game yet. Well, Roy Fuco is here. I saw him earlier, so I don't know who would be covering that game. And then a full slate of games tomorrow night around the county, including uh, Lake Wales visiting Lake Gibson. Yeah, uh, where is a uh, where is a uh, Lakeland Christian playing? Are they home or away? They play. I think they played. Uh, I think they're off this week. Oh, this is their open date. Mulberry played two games this week. All righty, here we go. Third and one for the Yellow Jackets. Sophomore quarterback in the game for the Yellow Jackets. Here's the snap to him. He's going to fake it. He rolls, looking to throw down the field. It's almost complete. Nice defensive break up there as he's trying to get a hold of Galva. Yeah, that was almost complete and almost a pick six. So uh, either way, now the quarterback is going to Coach Eden. He's wanting to go for it. <laughs> I, I think you punt this football. It is fourth and one for the Yellow Jackets at their own 39-yard line, and Kaysen Mullis will come on to do the punting for Bartow. And now Kaysen will be punching, keep be uh, kicking into the end, into the wind because there is a little bit of a breeze coming out of the north now. Well, if if he kicks it the way we've seen him kick it in pregames, uh, his leg will kick it through the wind. But we gotta we gotta get him over the jitters first. Mitchell is back deep to receive the kick for Lakeland. Lakeland showing a lot of pressure at the line of scrimmage. Fourth and one for Bartow. Here's the snap. It's a good one. And nice high kick by Mullis. And it's going to turn over and drop out of bounds near the 30-yard line. Good job. It'll be about the 35 uh, where they mark it, I would think. Mullis' punt goes out of bounds. Still walking, still walking. Uh, 30, about 30, coming up. Oh, Bruce is right on the money. Never doubt Bruce. Third, 35-yard line for Lakeland. Been good at angles. I don't know why. He had the old dead eye on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> that comes from all the experience playing golf, I bet. Well, I've hit it out of bounds a lot of times, so I've had to really watch where it went. First and 10 for the Lakeland Dreadnoughts. From their own 35-yard line. Lakeland in front, 7-2. We're in the second quarter here at Bryant Stadium. Xander Smith, the quarterback for Lakeland, stands in the shotgun. Here's the snap. He'll turn, give it to Mitchell. She met Johnson up the middle. Johnson plows forward for about four yards. And Davis got hold of him. About a step before the line of scrimmage, he rode him all the way through, but it was going to take a little bit more help to bring him down because he leaves his feet when he gets him from behind, but it slows him up enough to 
allow the linebackers to get there. Johnson, 5'10", 180 pounds, number 22 for Lakeland. He's a speedster. Second and five. Here's the snap. They'll give it to Johnson again. He's up the middle. He's got some daylight. He's across midfield. And Johnson at the 40, at the 35, still on his feet. And Johnson heading to the end zone. And he is going to be knocked out of bounds. Knocked out of bounds inside the five-yard line. They shot that cannon off for nothing. I want to say that was Gala that came all the way across the field on an angle. We talked about angles joking a minute ago, but but Gala comes all the way across the field on an angle and is able to get him before he gets in the end zone. But we just we had also just mentioned that he's a speedster, and Barto really, really, uh, that was not Barto football there. They've been such a good tackling team this year, and they missed at least three or four tackles on that play. Sanders Smith in the shotgun. They'll try a little jet sweep. They're caught in the backfield. They break one tackle, yeah, two, and that is going to be Mitchell. Three tackles, yeah. And that is going to be uh, number two, Carlos Mitchell, into the end zone for the second touchdown of the evening for the Lakeland Dreadnoughts. 5.04 left here in the first half. That's going to send the uh, kicking team on for the extra point. Handling the kicking duties tonight is Molden from the hold of the quarterback, Smith. And the kick is up, and it sails right on through. So with 5.04 left in the first half, it is Lakeland 14 and Bartow 2. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hi, Benny Jr. here with Bartow Ford. And the great thing about being right in Bartow, Florida, is we are centrally located. The right way will always lead you to Bartow Ford, where we save you time and money. Bartow Ford, we're different, and we prove it. Today's broadcast is presented in part by Pallet One, now seeking employees, offering competitive pay, great benefits, and a safety-first environment. Join Pallet One for a stable, long-term career as part of a fast-paced, dedicated team. Pallet One is an equal opportunity employer. In today's complicated financial world, it's nice to know that Steve Wright & Company is there, helping you utilize your resources more effectively as you work toward your financial goals from tax returns to retirement plans and all the stops in between. Rely on Steve Wright & Company on Avenue H in Winter Haven. Welcome back to Bryant Stadium. Mike Ayers on the sideline, Bruce and Andy Edmond here in the booth with me. I'm Jeff Thornburg. Thank you for joining us here for Yellow Jacket Football. Bartow trails right now 14-2 to to the uh, Lakeland Dreadnoughts. Lakeland at 4-2 and on the year. Bartow 6-0. and And uh, although both schools are in Class 4S in the uh, state rankings or state classifications, 4S, they're in different districts. Lakeland's in District 7 and Bartow's in District 8. So this is not a district game tonight. Here's the kickoff to the 10-yard line. Taken there by Galvin. He's got some running room. He's at the 20, the 35, and, uh, excuse me, the 25, then the 30. And a nice run back by Galva. Yeah, really good job. Galva, Galva stepped up uh, playing both both ways uh, in the last few games. And he's shown uh, he is a speedster. And uh, he had, had some good moves. And he was one 
one man away from breaking that all the way, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he was he was trying his best to get through there, and he made a lot of guys miss. And like you said, he only had one or two to make, you know, miss there, and he was on his way. See if Bartow can't muster up a little offense. 4.56 left here in the first half. Bartow comes to the line of scrimmage on a first and 10 from their own 33-yard line. Now it looks, uh, like looks like Williams, Williams back yeah. at quarterback. Boy, if Williams learned to put a little loft on the ball, we'd probably have two scores right now. All right, Jackets first and 10 with Williams in the quarterback position. Here's the snap. They fake it to Galva. Williams wants to keep it, and he's under a lot of pressure. There's a lot of dreadnoughts in the backfield, and he doesn't even get back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, Lakeland is, is just 100% key in. They're key in totally on the motion. Whichever way motion is going, they're going opposite. They lose a yard, does Bartow. It'll make it second and 11 from the 32-yard line. Clock runs at 427 left here in the first half. Lakeland in front, 14-2. Thomas got the play from the sideline. That's... They're going to send Smith as a wideout on the right side of the formation. Taylor on the near side. Now Galva will also go to the right side with Smith. Jadon Williams, the quarterback. He stands in the shotgun. Galva in motion. Here's the snap. And again, the quarterback keeper with Williams tries to turn the corner. And again, he's going to be swallowed up and slammed to the ground. They have a flag there. There comes the flag. (laughs) There's another flag. Oh, my goodness. They picked him up and body slammed him on the Lakeland sideline. I'd be ejecting some players over that one. I mean, they held him up in the air for They're what? They're fixing the fight, too. Two seconds. There's a lot of activity at the middle of the field where the referees are not right now. No, and it that, doesn't that help in Lakeland. I mean, and Lakeland walks out on the field doing like a bench press type deal. You know, it just. Personal you know, foul called against Lakeland. Bruce, it almost looked like they were crowd surfing. Williams was so high in the air and then came to the ground. It it looked like, you know, WWF, WWE, that type of stuff. And they just slammed him to the ground. A couple of the players, defensive players out there high-fiving. If I'd seen that, the referee, I'd throw another flag. So the march off 15 yards here against... The Lakeland Dreadnoughts. It's going to be a first down. Yeah, and you still see Lakeland taunting that stuff. Yeah, and, and I, you know, that's Lakeland, guys. We know it, and we're prepared. But the, the bad thing about it is, I mean, and I like to watch Lakeland play. I like to see Lakeland, you know, play football. But, you know, this just goes back from the very beginning. Like we said a while ago, I mean, the, all these penalties and stuff, it goes back to coaching. And, and we've talked about that. You wouldn't allow it, Bruce, on your field, and you know you wouldn't allow it. Yeah. Just like, you know, some of these other coaches around the county will not allow that crap. I mean, I will set, I would rather set a kid on the bench for something stupid like that than to have that kid out there set an example for somebody else. Need to retrieve the ball yeah, back. they wouldn't even give him back the football. So Bartow will now get the ball back from the sideline. They're going to set it down at the Yellow Jacket. 47-yard line where it's first and 10 Bartow. 
345 left here in the first half. Lakeland in front, 14-7. Williams with the ball in the quarterback. He's going to fake the handoff. He wants to throw. He gets it out to Thomas, and Thomas is tripped up in the backfield and thrown for a four-yard loss. Yeah, the safety, they were in they were in man coverage on the corners, and the safety was just reading both sides. You had two safeties. As soon as they saw him roll out to the left, number one for Lakeland, the safety came flying in and just cut his legs off from underneath him. Clock runs at 3.10 left here in the first half. Bartow faces a second down and 14. Got number 16 back in there. Yeah, we'll see if they, yeah, the corners are playing press coverage. They're playing, they're playing man, and then they're, they're kind of. <coughs> Browis wants to throw. He does. Sails it downfield, and a nice ball incomplete. Yeah, again, he, that was a lot of contact downfield. This official on this side needs his head examined, guys. I, I generally, I mean, I generally try to be nice about it, but that's poor. And that was a pretty good throw by the young man. Yeah, I was standing right here on that one, and uh, he's he needs some glasses terribly bad. <laughs> Hate to be that way. So again, the, 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 since they. Uh, since they dropped the green flag, so to speak, we've had clock problems all around. During that incomplete pass, the clock ran and ran and ran. Now they're trying to communicate with the press box to uh, readjust the time on the clock. And, and the thing about it is, guys, that's supposed to be an official running the clock. You've got, you've got an official from the FHSAA that runs the clock. Not very well. So they're communicating now, and they're telling them they want 241. It reads 226. So they ran off, what, 15 seconds? Yes. Knows how fast I did that? <coughs> Pretty good math. Pretty good math. 241. Okay, we've reset the play of the game clock. 241. Barta with the ball, third and 15 from their own 43 yard line. Rose wants to throw. He does. He sets up a screen across the middle. Oh, and it's just oh. off the fingertips of his intended receiver. Yeah, they got to throw a flag there. I mean, they, they should not have taken him down. They threw him down, and that should be a 15-yard. Then there is. Personal foul roughing the passer against Lakeland. And notice none of the flags are coming from this side of the field, guys. They're all coming from inside. Oh, look, Mike, somebody's got somebody from the stands just threw a flag on the field on Lakeland's side. Somebody from the stands did? Yeah, I told yeah. you. You should have been doing this already. No, I'm not getting ejected, guys. I, I, I mean, Lynn I, I'll talk. Lynn talk. Horn would love you. He, I, you could go You I, could go to Anna Maria and eat for free at the Anna Maria Oyster Bar if you got thrown out of a game. Listen, I'll talk a lot of smack. <laughs> I tell you what, you know what, uh, you, you, don't try me like that. I, mean, I bet you Elizabeth could make it back in her, her little shop there. I bet you she could make you up a good one. Yeah. I'm going to have to talk to her about that. All right, the roughing the penalty call goes against Lakeland. Roughing the passer, 15-yard penalty. Gives Barto a first down. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets in Lakeland territory now at the 43-yard line. Unsportsmanlike conduct. And now there's another one. Another flag on Lakeland on the sideline. And they're still talking, guys. Because somebody threw a flag on the field. So now that's going to move this first and 10 for the Yellow Jackets now down to the 28, 27-yard line, 27-yard line. Boy, this would be so huge, guys. 
They're getting mad, too, and they're going to lose their temper out there on the field. Williams is the quarterback. Galva will go in motion. First and 10, Barto at the dreadnought, 27. Williams looking the play over, and Williams will call a timeout. Coach Eden called a timeout. Yeah. Timeout, Yellow Jackets. That is their second I think we need a timeout as well. Yeah. Lakeland 14 and Bartow 2. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Call us at 863-537-7537. Hey, it's a cricket budgie pull it here, and we are proud to be sponsored of Yellow Jacket Broadcasting here at WBF. If you're looking for any kind of good used parts, give us a call here at 863-533-0568. That is 863-533-0568. If you're looking for good food and good family time, look no farther than Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South. Your Bartow Beefs is perfect for lunch or dinner for the whole family or whole team. Your Bartow Beefs, where game time meets family time. I mean, it's beautiful, but don't you think it's crazy? We can't see. Our visions, though. All right, here we go. First and 10 following the Bartow timeout. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets. They have the ball in Lakeland territory at the Lakeland 27-yard line. Williams is the quarterback for Bartow. Single receiver to the left, two receivers to the right. Now Galva in motion. Here's the snap. Williams under some pressure immediately looks to throw and just tosses it to the cheerleaders. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's so hard, especially when you're not a quarterback. To, to run to your right and have to throw left-handed, throw it back to your left. It's, it's really difficult to do. Stops the clock with 2.10 to play here in the first half. Bartow now with a second down. And 10 from the dreadnought 27-yard line. Lakeland in front, 14-2. Number seven, Jadon Williams is the quarterback for the Yellow Jackets. He's going to send two receivers on the far side of the field, a single receiver to the near side. That's Taylor. Williams with the ball, and they're going to get it to Galva on a jet sweep, and Lakeland's there to snuff it out. Lakeland throws him for a big loss. Yeah, I think they actually timed that where Galva actually caught the snap, Jeff. Or it was a bang-bang. They're going to lose about six on the play, make it third and 16. Thor's pretty upset about something. That's Brett Tyree, the big offensive lineman, number 54. Yeah, and he's a cat that's going to be playing on Saturday somewhere. It's, it's, it'd be a smaller school, but um, he's going to be playing on Saturdays. <coughs> and he is One, very upset about something right now. 125 and counting left here in the first half. Barto facing a third and 15. Jackets will send three receivers on the far side of the field. Check that. Yeah, three receivers on the far side, two to the near side, empty backfield for the quarterback, the sophomore, Ethan Bros. He throws down the middle of the field, and it's almost picked off. Yeah. A little behind the intended yeah. receiver. That, that's, that's having no time with your team. It's a short week. 
if he puts that on the numbers, that's a touchdown, guys. Uh, if, if that's Valentine or Turner at quarterback, that's a touchdown. Has nothing against this young man. I mean, you got to think. You, this is the first time you got the sticker on your helmet. This is the first time. And you're thrown right into the fire against one of oh, yeah. the baddest teams ever. And uh, got to be a little nerve-wracking. Ethan Browse will lead his. He's back in the uh, back in the huddle here on this fourth down, fourth and fifteen. A minute and five seconds to play in the first half. Jackets with the ball at the dreadnought thirty-two yard line. He's going to empty the backfield again. I I like that slant. I I would hesitate to throw it again. Browse takes the snap. He's under some pressure. Throws up and it's going to be intercepted at the twenty-yard line. Return at the 40, at the 50, at the 40, 30, 20, 10, and it's going to be a pick six for the Lakeland Dreadnoughts. Well, we didn't want that. <laughs> 81 yards on the interception return for Lakeland. Yeah, and, and I want everybody to understand, I'm not picking on this young man, but when, when he was backpedaling, he threw that ball from his back foot, Mike. He never planted and stepped to throw the football. And, and, and so all he did was he took every bit of momentum that he could have got on the pass off the pass, and that allowed the safety to come up and make the pick. Yeah, absolutely. And had that ball been thrown just a little, I mean, had he had just a little bit more on it, you see that defender, he was extended out. I mean, he was at his highest point he was at. Uh, to make that interception. So, like you said, he's on his back foot. He's he's rolling backwards. He doesn't have the time in the backfield to uh, to step forward to get into that thing. So, I mean, and he's thrown into the fire, like you said earlier. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's 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 come up from JV. He's thrown right into the fire of this game. You know, any other game, I mean, it might be a different story, but you throw it right in here to a Lakeland game, you know? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. One one of the baddest yeah. teams around. And, and so I, I don't. I don't fault this young man, and I'm sure Coach Eden. You know, if you bring a if you bring a kid up and you put him in the game, you expect him to play well. But but you cannot fault this young man uh, for that. He had he had pressure, and he just had to get rid of the football. There's another lengthy discussion with Coach Frazier of Lakeland and all the uh, officials gather right about the five yard line. And Mike, I'm not sure exactly what they're discussing. Unless there was another uh, another flag after the uh, touchdown, yeah, I don't I don't see any I don't see any laundry on the I field. Do, so I do see a flag on the, it, on the field down there. Is it down there about the five yard line? Yep. Is that it? So the well, touch, of course the, it's a yeah. touchdown, but there's something something you know, out. Dead ball foul, unsportsmanlike, likely. Yeah. So you know. Talking, you know, just what we were talking about earlier, you know, 200 yards and penalties, 300, you know. Yeah. So the uh, the, the 81 yards. Here's another one. Here's another one. This guy on this side finally throws a flag tonight. What is that about? Coach Eden was going out to try to find out what was going on, and when he turned around to see Coach Eden on the field, he just throws a flag, his first flag all night long, first time he sees something. Now, Coach Eden is getting an explanation about the uh, the flag after talking with Coach Frazier about the flag. Well, uh, both coaches deserve an explanation. Yeah. I mean, 
and then for this one to throw a flag on it. A sideline warning against yes, Bartow. Just a warning <laughs> from all that. Okay. Uh, Are they going to take the yards on the kickoff? Yeah. The Muldun now ready to attempt the extra point from the hold of Smith. Kick is up, and it sails through the uprights. 21-2 now is your score. Lakeland in front. The trade-off scoring play was Keon Young's 83-yard interception mm. return for a touchdown, which brings the score to the Lakeland. So, Bears leading Washington 7-0. Your lovely wife uh, just texted and uh, want to say hello to Kimmy and, and to your son, Christopher. Chris. She's over there with Chris. Uh, Chris getting spoiled. Absolutely, and, uh, he is. Eating real, we, we envy you other than what you're going through right now. He's eating real well, though. <laughs> and Absolutely. poor Jeff, he's already lost five pounds. No, I'm willing away to know. <laughs> <laughs> Had to go to Chick-fil-A to get dinner. Jeez. Is that Uber Eats? <laughs> 49 seconds left here in the first half at uh, Bryan Stadium. Lakeland's in front, 21-2. to two. But like we've said all night long, Lakeland with these penalties. Oh, my goodness. Well, it ain't going to slow down. No. So now they're going to take the 15-yard after the touchdown unsportsmanlike conduct. Going to back Lakeland up, and they're going to have to kick off now from the 20-yard line. 20-yard line. Well, they did the first it, from the 40? Yeah, 40, and you make 15 to be the 25. Okay. So, yeah, 25 is where they are. I'm glad Bart- you uh, did the math there. Huh? Bartow gets the ball back in the second half, too, because they deferred. Yeah. Here's a little pooch kick. It's going to be taken by Murray at the 31-yard line. Murray on his horse, looks for some room, cuts oh. up the middle, and he gets smacked down at the 35-yard line. Did a really good job to hold on that football, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> Just ideal weather for the ball game tonight. 78 degrees, a little breeze down there. Mike feels good. and uh, It's amazing down here on the field tonight, guys. It's really not. The humidity is not there like we generally see on the on the weekend, on, you know, like we generally see. Yep. Um, but I guess, you know, we're supposed to have some cooler weather rolling here this weekend. So next, as long as it stays nice and cool, we may be up for some nice football for the rest of the season. I'd, I'd be happy with that. Yep. No, it's Florida. It's not going to. you got to stay in the box. I'm going to enjoy it on the field. At least it's not raining. Absolutely, <laughs> Mike. Mike, you can you can each, put us each down for a dollar to join you down there right now. Okay. Here we go. Forty-four seconds left in the first half. Barto with the ball on their own thirty-five yard line. Williams, the quarterback, in the shotgun. Here's the snap. Handoff right up the middle goes the running back. That looks like Thomas. Big number two, Jace Thomas. Let's see if they speed it up. And you guys were right on your call earlier. Uh, Bird is on, on uh, wearing 66 tonight. Second and five for the Yellow Jackets. To the line of scrimmage. Same play again. Thomas again. He's hit and falls forward. Going to pick up two or three. Make it third and about three. Beat it up. Jackets again with a little tempo. Nine seconds They're left. They're going to let it go. That's going to be the final play of the first half. Depending on which clock you look at, it looks like it's all triple zeros. At the end of the first half, it is Lakeland 21. 
and the Bartow Yellow Jackets, two. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Visit us at EvolveYourBond.com. The Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance Agency has been serving Central Florida since 1984. They all work and live in your neighborhood and take pride in our history. Offices in Bartow, there when you need them, representing only the most reliable companies in the industry. Hello, Bartow. This is Joe DeCessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com. Welcome back to Bryant Stadium. Tonight, the Bartow Yellow Jackets taking on the Lakeland Dreadnoughts and... Uh, the first half, uh, well, Lakeland's in front 21-2. to two. Bartow got on the board first with a safety by the Jacket defense and then three touchdowns by the uh, Dreadnoughts, including an 81-yard touchdown, a uh, little pick six against uh, Bartow, and that's where we stand 21-2. to two. And, uh, Bruce, if you're in the locker room with Coach Eden, any what kind of halftime adjustments do you think you need? Well, I don't think there's a lot of hollering and screaming going on. He's he's playing with a makeshift offense. He's he's you know he's having to do with he's having to play with what he has. And the young quarterback has come in and 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 taken some heat. And so Williams has has pretty much gone the whole way. And Williams might have played quarterback uh, in little league. So he, he 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 knows a little bit, but still he hasn't thrown the ball in a lot of years. Right, and uh, it's it's just a tough situation to be thrown into. And you know we, I think defensively we played pretty well. Uh, two of the scores, one was a long uh, uh, interception return, but then we did turn the ball over in in uh, yeah, at, at Lakeland ter- territory yeah. as well. So uh, they've had two short fields, uh, well, w- one short field, and, and, and then they had, I think they broke off a long run too. So uh, uh, for, the, for the most part, you take back a couple of plays, and this is an extremely close ball game. I think maybe three plays are the difference in this yeah. game right now. And, Mike, uh, your thoughts on the first half? I'm with you guys. I mean, Bruce, you, you hit it on the head. There's, you take a couple of plays back from here, and, and it's anybody's ball game, and it's still anybody's ball game. I mean, Bartos just got a, like you said, we got a new quarterback sitting in there. You throw him into, the, you know, probably the second biggest game of the season. Um, you, you know, the defense, yeah, the defense is let 21 points on the board, but like you said, you take two plays away. And you're down seven. You know what I'm saying? You you, you take 14 points off yeah, the board yeah, just like that. Five. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you're down five points at you know at that. So I mean, it's anybody. It's still anybody's ball game. I think Bartow, you know, have shown last week with the way they played in overtime and the way they played that that fourth quarter against Winter Haven. Bartow's not out of this game, and no, that was no. that was something that those guys kept telling each other in the locker room. But I also uh, don't think that 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 was a, a, a screaming match and throwing a a, a garbage can type halftime. I, I, I would not think. No, no. But I mean, you know, who, who's to say what we'll see this second half, guys? Exactly. Bartow will get the ball to start the third quarter. 
as they deferred the winning the coin toss. So back deep to receive for the Yellow Jackets. Gal was back there along with the speedster Taylor. And uh, Murray's creeping up around the 25-yard line. Here's the kick. And it's going to go right to Murray at the 30-yard line. Murray's got it. He's running across the field, and he's going to be caught from behind. Falls forward to about the 33-yard line. Yeah, and and that's the difference between a lot of, you know, uh, probably 15 schools in Polk County and Lakeland's the one school that has guys that can run Murray down from behind like that. So uh, he, he wasn't even expecting it when that tackle was made. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets at their own 32-yard line. Opening possession here in the third quarter. Good field position, though. Coach Eaton has a way of talking to these boys at halftime, too, so you know, don't know what they're going to come out and do. He's a good football coach. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Jacket offense will be coming to the uh, line of scrimmage. And it looks like uh, Bird is going both ways tonight. Big number 66 is working on that offensive line. He's playing for that tread and wearing his number. Jadon Williams is the quarterback. He's going to be in the pistol, in the uh, shotgun formation. Thomas is standing right next to him along with the other Thomas, and they're going to put Taylor in motion. Get the ball to Taylor. It's going to be a reverse. Galva oh with it goodness. now. Galva with some daylight. Galva, oh, he's tripped up at the 25, 35-yard line. That was That was like a train wreck. In, you know, on 98, guys, or on Highway 92. And uh, everybody was going every which way, and people were running into each other, and, and the, the play almost worked. They did get some positive yardage out of it, so it did work. But, uh, boy, that was uh, interesting. Double The old double reverse. Double reverse. Going to be second down and seven here for the Yellow Jackets. Spot the ball at their own 35-yard line. Just underway here in the second half. Williams, the quarterback, in the shotgun. Here's the snap. Handoff up the middle. That goes the big running back, number two. And that is Thomas. Well, he's a big boy. Geez, Thomas on the carry. Going to be third down, third and about five. Uh, third four. We'll call it third and four. Let's go, baby. Two hands on the ball as he ran through that line of scrimmage. Yeah, I, I I think Eden, if he had his preference, he would love to to be, you know, to uh, be going fast. Third and four here for the Yellow Jackets at their own 39-yard line. Williams in the shotgun. Two wide receivers on the far side of the field. Here's the snap and a little run play option. Williams will keep it. And he's going to be brought down for a loss. Yeah, that's, that's pretty tough. You know, he rode that. That was a read option. And he he rides it so hard that, that he has to pull it. He has to pull it or it's going to be a fumble. And now they got to punt the football. They lost two yards. Picks up fourth down and five. Fourth and five here for the Yellow Jackets. That's going to bring on the punt team. Kason Mullis will handle the punting duties for the Yellow Jackets. But when they were when they were able to go tempo a couple of plays, they were getting some positive yards in the first half, and I know that's what Eden's wanting to do. But you you can't just come out of the out of the huddle and do that. You you got to crank it up. Back deep to receive the kick is uh, Panick. 
timeout. Timeout taken by the Yellow Jackets here in the second half. They only had 10 people on the field, and <clears throat> good good timeout by, by Coach Eden. Proud to be Bartos Air Conditioning Company. It is Citrus Air Conditioning, complete service for your home or office. With such great care, it must be Citrus Air. Give them a call, 534 534- 1171 534 1171 Citrus Air Conditioning of Bartow. Well, guys, coming up this weekend, it's an elimination race at the Roval in Charlotte for the NASCAR Cup Series Sunday afternoon, 1 o'clock. That's going to be a good race. I was happy to see Blaney win uh, at Talladega. Uh, I I just always liked that kid, and uh, he's He's kind of like Larson. He's he's up front so much, and then something happens. Punt formation for the Yellow Jackets. Here's the kick by Mullis. Looks like it went off the side of his foot, landed in the second row of the bleachers. That's going to be about the 50-yard line, guys. Bruce with the angle. He's probably got it correct. So Saturday afternoon, the Xfinity Series on the Roval. That's at 2.30, and then Sunday afternoon, 1 o'clock. For the uh, Cup Series in an elimination race, we go from 12 to 8 after Sunday for the NASCAR playoffs. And you got, uh, what, Byron and and, uh, and uh, Blaney. Blaney. They're both, they're both in. in. The referees will officially spot the ball down right about the, well, about the 48, Bartos 48. On Bartos' side of the field, Lakeland will start first and 10. Quarterback is number 15. That is Xander Smith. He's a big boy. Put one man in motion, faking him. Smith wants to throw, looking toward uh, downfield, and it's going to be caught. Oh, my goodness. Nice play by the Jacket defense, but number 85, Mixon, leaped over and just caught it. it out of his hands. <clears throat> There's a flag here at the 45-yard line. going to be unsportsmanlike. Referees are talking now with the coaching staff of Lakeland. There's some kind of flag right here, the line of scrimmage. I, I thought he would have got the unsportsmanlike for spinning the ball. But this is this is coming back. The play is going to be waved off. The home crowd not liking this. Illegal receiver downfield is the call against Lakeland. Second time they've been flagged for that particular play tonight. Yeah, that's where uh, instant replay really comes in handy when you're watching football because really those guys are the only, the two side judges are the only guys paying attention to that. So it's going to be first and 15. It wipes out the big play downfield for Lakeland. Now the ball back on their side of the 50-yard line at their 48-yard line. Under center is Smith. Smith turns and gives it to the second man through. This is a new running back. Let's check his number. He's going to get across midfield into Bartow territory down to the 46. And another flag pushing and shoving going on. And another flag as the teams have to be separated near the 45-yard line.
Lakeland in front, 21-2. Looks like they're pointing at Bartow. They're going to have both. They're going to get both sides here with uh, unsportsmanlike personal foul against Bartow and a personal foul against Lakeland. Those will offset. The down will count. So they're going to replay the down, it looks yeah. like. So not a post-play not a post uh, play foul. Now they're going to talk about it again. I don't think they know. Nine o'clock here. You're listening to WWBF Bartow. 78 degrees here at Bryant Stadium. Where the down does count, so it's second and nine for Lakeland. Or is it? He picks the ball back up. The referee does. And the head official's having to explain it to the side judge here now. That's your buddy over there, Mike? Uh, listen, we don't even discuss that. <laughs> if we're having to play a Thursday night game because we don't have enough officials and this is what you get dealt, we're in, pro- <laughs> we're in trouble, gentlemen. We're in trouble. They're, st- they're still explaining it yeah. amongst themselves, and they've decided now that the offsetting penalties will nullify the play, so it will be first down again. Well, they got second down on the down marker. That wasn't. That was a post. Yeah, it was after the after yeah. the play. The play should have counted. So, all right. So here we go. First and fifteen, and a oh, caught in the backfield. Job. Clark. Whoa. Yeah, Clark uh, comes on a blitz and gets him in the backfield. Second and fourteen for Lakeland. <clears throat> 8.30 left here in the third quarter. Lakeland 21, Bartow 2. Seems like the uh, the temperature of the game has been dialed up a little bit here. Yeah. Smith, the quarterback, in the shotgun. Two receivers left. Here's the snap. Handoff, and he's caught in the backfield again. Johnson, no gain on the play. He's going to lose a couple. I like this defense that uh, Tyler Eden has uh, drawn up, guys. He's going to a 50. He's going to a five-man front. He brought Clark up to play that defensive end, and he and uh, Davis on the other side are standing up in a two-point stance. And they're just they're running what I, I used to call a pinch, where they're coming straight downhill uh, towards the closest back, which would be the quarterback, and they're able to attack the the runner as soon as he gets the ball. We have an injured Lakeland player down on the field. The training staff is out assisting him at this time. Looks like one of the big defense or the big offensive lineman is down. And I believe 74 Knight. I think that's the number. 72, guys. 72. Thank you, Mike. And that is uh, Tony. Tony Emmons, offensive lineman, a senior who is down getting some work on his leg. While we have a timeout, we'll take it as well. Lakeland 21, Bartow 2. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. This is Tyler Kelly with Kelly Buick GMC. Each year, we donate a brand new GMC truck to our schools. Go to 20bucktruck.com for details on how you can win a brand new GMC from Kelly Buick GMC. 20bucktruck.com. Pallet One of Bartow is looking for new career-minded employees. Pallet One offers competitive wages and benefits including health, dental, vision, paid vacation, and a matching 401k plan. Join the Pallet One team today. Pallet One is an equal opportunity employer. 
You've heard the expression, try it before you buy it, right? Well, at Keith Spray Service, they won't ask you to sign a long-term contract because they're confident that you'll want them to keep coming back to care for your delicate ornamentals and lawn treatment. Keith Spray Service, for over 50 years. The injured player was able to get off the field under his own power. They're working on it. looks like cramps on the uh, on the sideline here they're taking care of. So here we go, third and 15. Smith wants to throw downfield. And there's some uh, incidental contact amongst receivers. Yeah, they were there's running. more talking going on, and there's another flag. That's going to go against Bartow, guys. Well, so I don't know. Lakeland's over here taunting the Bartow sideline, and he's over here just taunting. And Bartow did come over because he felt like he was interfered with on the catch. Yeah, that was uh, Galva, and uh, that was incidental contact. Look, see, Galva's grabbing his legs because they stepped all over each other. But uh, they're going to get Galva on that one. Referees again talking it over. Should be both, though, because number 11 from Lakeland was over here taunting the Bartow sideline. Yeah, but that's your boy over there. Is he going to call Listen, listen, (laughs) Bruce, you're trying me. You didn't have a talk with him during halftime? No, but I did get in and have a talk with Mr. Lawson about that. I was like, listen, so... The play is whistled dead. All right, they, Mike, then, they got him. You both, got right? it, Mike. No, I'll okay. set him. You got it. Go ahead, Mike. So I, I went down and I talked to him. And I said, the play is whistled dead. You have two kids that, that start playing with back and forth, grab whatever, you know, and then they throw the flag on it. So that's after the play. So that just should have nullified everything. Yeah, it's fourth play down. Play should have stayed. Yeah, it does. Fourth down. So now it's fourth and 15, and Lakeland will have to drop back in punt formation. I'm surprised they do that with a 19-point lead. I wouldn't. Not against Bartow. Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock kickoff, and it's five minutes after nine o'clock, and we're halfway through the third quarter. It's terrible. Finally, the, uh, the punter for Lakeland makes his way onto the field. So here we go, and now we're going to get a delay of game. Well, no, you won't, because the officials just called the. Uh, He's got to reset the. Uh, they don't. They don't know what they're doing out there, guys. I, I mean, agree, Mike. I tell you, they don't. They they put the ball down on the ground. They don't start nothing. They let the clock run when the clock shouldn't be running. They just it's 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 total chaos down here. I'm getting flashbacks of Auburndale. <laughs> All right, here we go. Now we're in punt formation. Fourth and fourteen for the Dreadnoughts at their own forty-six yard line. Here's the snap. The punter's got it, and he kicks it away. It's going to bounce at the 30-yard line, and Lakeland will down it inside the 20. It rolls a little more near the 15. About the 16-yard line is where it will be officially put down. I know one thing. If, if I was Bartow, I would come after that kicker. He does, he does not look comfortable. First down and 10. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets at their own 16-yard line. 7.38 to play here in the third quarter. It is Lakeland 21 and a Bartow, two. Well, let's talk about our friends at Lawrence Plumbing. The staff at Lawrence Plumbing extend best wishes to the Yellow Jackets for their 2023 football campaign. Lawrence Plumbing has been serving Polk County for over 50 years, handling both residential and commercial jobs. Lawrence Plumbing of Bartow, they do the dirty work. First and ten for the Yellow Jackets. Number seven, Jadon Williams, your quarterback. Butler and Thomas on the near side of the field. Here's the snap. They fake the handoff. He wants to throw down the field. 
And there's the flag on a pass interference call. But who called it? Who had to call it? it the guy in the judge. middle of the field. They tried to get the ball connected on the far side of the field to Galva, who was streaking down the sideline. The defender never turned around to play the ball. He ran through Galva, who did was had his arms up looking backwards. So I think that's the proper call there. Yeah, that's where you when you see them locked up in in a in a when they're in a pressure uh, man coverage on the corners, you can throw that ball up all night and probably get flags thrown quite a bit. The penalty will move it out to the Yellow Jacket 31-yard line, first and 10, Bartow. As you'll see, they'll try to get hands on him right here at the line of scrimmage. Williams in a little pistol formation. He'll turn, and he'll give it to the first man through. That looks like it's Thomas. Thomas is pushing the pile, and he gets basically back to the line of scrimmage. It'll be second and 10. Clock runs 7-15 left here in the third quarter. Oh, they'll give him they'll give him a couple. Make it second and nine. Yeah. Good call, Jeff. <laughs> Lakeland in front, 21 to 2. Butler and Thomas will spread out to the near side of the field. I don't understand this press coverage. I don't know why they don't just sit back and and play coverage. Smith will look to the sideline for a play call. About clock, play clock is about ready to run out. And there's the flag for delay a game. So that will back up Bartow five yards and make it Second down and 14. Yeah, this is just not a pretty game, guys. No, it's not. How are the commanders doing? Um, last score we had was 7 nothing. Uh, Timeout for the mandatory water drink. We will check that score and be right back to you. Here's our score, Lakeland 21 and Bartow 2. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. 35 amazing years. Hey, that's us here at Spath Jewelers. We offer services such as beautiful custom work that's sure to wow, repairs, complimentary cleaning, appraisals, watch repairs, financing. What more do you need? We're here Monday through Friday, 10 to 7, and Saturdays from 10 to 5. Your Bartow Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South is your headquarters for good food and good sports. With something for everyone on the menu, your Bartow Beefs is perfect for the family, an office lunch, or to feed the team after a big win. Beefs, where game time meets family time. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Call us at 863-537-7537. Welcome back to Bryant Stadium. 6.18 to play here in the third quarter. Lakeland in front, 21-2. And Bartow facing a second down and 15 from their own 27-yard line. 14. 14. Smith is in the shotgun. Twins left, twins right. Here's the snap. 
wants to throw, looking downfield. Yeah, nobody, nobody bought on the play, and he overthrows everybody by about 10 yards as the coverage was there, and nobody bought on the fake. They, he did a pump fake, and then he threw it up, but the corners didn't bite, and so they had the coverage all the way down the field. I think I'll be ready to go, too. <laughs> Ever since we got here, Bruce and I, our sinuses have just gone crazy yeah. being at Lakeland for some reason. I don't know. Excuse me. Third down now for the Yellow Jackets. Third and 14. We need Lawrence Plumbing up here to do some dirty work. Six minutes left here in the third <laughs> quarter. Butler and Thomas again will line up on the near side of the formation. Now the slant is wide open if they could throw that. Williams takes it. He's going to hand it off, and that is going to be Galvin. He makes a nice cut up the middle, and Galvin was a nice oh, run. Oh, oh. the ball's on the ground. Lakeland picks it up at the 45, got some blockers, turns it upfield, and he's knocked out of bounds at the 33. And another flag comes in. Yeah, that's going to be. More pushing against, and shoving. That's going to be against Lakeland. Oh, my gosh, dude. This, I mean, they, they don't ever know. Man, they just. They just hit this guy and knocked him five yards out of bounds. And they're still carrying on over there. Yes, right in front of us. But Galva, with a nice run, just had the ball just jarred from his hands near the 45, and it fumbled forward about 15 yards before Lakeland picked it up and then returned it to the Bartow 30-yard line. And then... And Lots of action out of bounds. We gotta see some ejections here. I was just thinking the same thing. It's Lakeland, though, guys. They're not gonna do that. You know, we we've talked about it time in and time out. I mean, they're not gonna do that. Uh, they're gonna let them penalize themselves. You know, it's just the way Lakeland plays. Referees again having a long discussion here. And now the signal: dead ball, personal foul, Barto. That's declined. Dead ball, unsportsmanlike conduct, Bartow. And that's accepted. It'll be 15 yards added to the end of the run. That was against Bartow? But I guess it was all right for them whenever he was. Uh, I'm not even going to say it. The tackle out of bounds, I guess, is what they're going to get. Or the unsportsmanlike. There was a shove, so maybe. Okay. But the rest of this stuff didn't count. Uh, I saw Jones. He got, he got nailed, and he's. Five yards into the Lakeland players when the when the play is over, he got shoved. So the referees will march off the penalty against Bartow. We'll get it first and ten for the Dreadnoughts at the 19-yard line. It looks like. And they're still discussing it. The White Hat went over to talk to Coach Eden and explained the uh, the calls. Well, I have yet to see Eden not give the official an earful, so I'm sure he gave him another one. He looked like it. He's not happy. From the 19-yard line of Bartow, first and 10 for the Lakeland Dreadnoughts. Lakeland in front, 21-2. to two. One man in motion. They fake it to him, and Smith wants to throw. Corner of the end zone. It's incomplete. Nicely timed by the defender. Yeah, that was Brown, Jihad Brown, that goes over, and he he decided to knock it down. I think he could have picked it, Mike. 
Yeah, I, th- I think so too. But I think he was looking for uh, some sort of interference there or something, or just just to try to take it out. Stops the clock, 5.35 to play, second and 10 for Lakeland at the Yellow Jacket 19-yard line. If the quarterback throws that on a line, it's a touchdown, but he threw it up, uh, put some air underneath it, and that allowed Brown uh, to, to get back to the receiver. Undersmith is the quarterback. Xander hands it off up the middle. Johnson, the big running back, is across the 15, across the 10. And down inside the 10 to about the 7-yard line. Brought down by Brown and Hampton. First and goal. First and goal for Lakeland. First and 10 for the Dreadnoughts at the 7-yard line of Bartow. Five fifteen and counting left here in the third quarter. Eye formation again. Xander hands it off. Second man through is Johnson. Johnson's hit at the line of scrimmage, and he is thrown back. Stanley got him early. Stanley coming on a blitz. Got him early, and that allowed uh, Davis and I believe Clark to get up on top of him. Second and goal now. Second and goal from the seven for Lakeland. Lakeland with two wide receivers on the near side of the field. Smith will now drop back in the shotgun. That is Walker standing right next to him. Second and goal from the seven. Here's the snap. A little toss jet sweep to the near side. Panick tries to get in, and he does. He tippy-toes down the sideline. And he gets into the end zone for a touchdown. Yeah, their receivers are really big. And and got something going down there. The receivers are really big, and and they were able to get a body on Hampton, and and he just had no chance to fight off the block uh, to get a body on him. Well, and you know that play there, they stretched that to the uh, to their to you guys' side of the field. And uh, if you watch their back, whenever he starts that way, you'll see the other guy start leaning that way before he ever gets the ball. On now to attempt the extra point. Baldoon from the hold of the quarterback, Xander Smith. The kick is up. And towards the north end zone, it is good. 28-2. Lakeland in front, 28-2. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. When you drive by Bartow Ford, you see a huge lot. But what you might not know is we have over 72 service bays and can customize your truck with lift, wheels, and tires. At Bartow Ford, we have you covered. Bartow Ford, we're different, and we prove it. Today's broadcast is sponsored in part by the Witten McLean Funeral Home of Bartow since 1925 and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade. They're family-owned and are committed to providing personal service with the concept of our family serving yours. Hello, Barto. This is Joe DeCessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com. Welcome back to Bryant Stadium. 
Lakeland in front, 28-2 over the Bartow Yellow Jackets. Bartow set to get the, the kickoff. And it sails down to the 10-yard line. Taken there by Galva. Galva turns up the left side. Galva tried to get the corner. He does. He's at the 30. And Galva knocked out of bounds on the far side of the field. Nice return by Galva. Gives Bartow good field position. Yeah, really good return. Galva, he may be one of the fastest guys on the football field. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets at their own 35-yard line. We promise you a score update on the NFL game that's going on tonight. 17-3, to the Bears in front of Washington. Yeah. My uh, over-60 prediction isn't coming out. Washington's offense apparently is sputtering against the worst defense in the NFL. Go figure. <laughs> Williams is the uh, quarterback. First and 10 here for the Yellow Jackets at uh, their own 35-yard line. Jason Williams in motion now. Here's the snap, and they want to throw. They've got it. Thomas with a reception with a five-yard gain to the 40-yard line. Yeah. yeah, that little quick slam has been there all night. The safety's playing way off, and if you can get it over the lineman, now they're going up tempo. Quickly to the line of scrimmage, here come the Jackets, second down and five. Again, Williams will uh, shift into motion. Jadon Williams takes the snap, handoff, right up the middle goes the running back. And a flag on the play. Running back is thrown for a loss, that was uh, Galvin. Now another flag comes in. There's another flag after the play. And another flag. This referee near us on the took took through two flags. Oh my goodness! What Thomas Thomas. Was, I mean, a Taylor was a wide receiver on the near side, and he was carried into the bench and would not be allowed to return onto the field. The referee on this side too flew through two flags. Typical Lakeland football. Those guys need to go. Whoever was involved in holding that guy and it looked like he was being he was not being allowed to get you know he's trying to get back on the field and he was not being allowed and he was he was very deep in the bench yeah so again a discussion man that's close to being criminal personal foul face mask against Lakeland unsportsmanlike conduct against Lakeland and unsportsmanlike conduct against Bartow. how do you do it? I mean, when you're pushed that far into the opposing team's bench and they won't let you back out on the field, I mean, natural instinct is to to fight your way back to the playing surface, correct? Yeah. I agree. So the 15, the, the face mask must have initiated the con. That's why he was on the, on the sideline, perhaps. So Bartow gets a first down out of it. First and a 10 now in Lakeland territory at the 46-yard line. Williams, the quarterback. This is unreal. Galva lined up in a slot position here near on the near side of the formation. Now they're going to put Galva in motion. They fake the ball to him. It's going to be Williams up the middle. Williams with a nice running room. And already oh, lost the ball. Jadon Williams fumbled the ball at the 30-yard line. Uh. Lakeland recovers. 
that's just kind of been the way it's gone, guys. You know, Galva earlier has has a great play, and uh, right as he's going down, he loses the football. This time, Williams with a great read uh, gets a good. 15, 20 yards, and then right as he's going down, loses the football. And that's just been been the way the ball's gone tonight. Bartos' third turnover tonight. At least, yeah. yeah. And they don't normally do that. No, and it just shows. Uh, what, and I'm not throwing any blame anywhere, but it's a new. you haven't had time to put this offense in. First and ten for the Dreadnoughts. Here's a handoff to Johnson. And they Johnson, get this right here. Yeah, all the way downfield. The linemen are blocking 20 yards downfield. Uh, that's legal as long as they're not holding him. Remember the blind side. <laughs> as long as they don't put him over the fence, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, you never know. If there was a fence there, I'm sure they'd have put him over it. Second and ten, no gain on the play for Johnson. Smith in the shotgun. Here's the snap. He wants to throw. He's got a little slant across the middle. It's complete, and that is going to be to uh, Dennis. Dennis is out near midfield. Yeah. Murray lost his helmet. First and ten, Lakeland now in Bartow territory. Well, they're going to march it right at the 50-yard line. That's the first time they've thrown their slant, too. It's, it's been open both ways. Uh, both of them been trying to throw the ball up. First and ten for the Dreadnoughts. The ball right at the 50-yard line. Lakeland in front, 28-2. to Less than two minutes to play here in the third quarter. Barto with some last-minute substitutions. Here's the snap. Handoff. Johnson. Johnson oh. hit in the backfield and dropped. He's going to lose a couple on that play. Yeah, Quavion Bird and, and Davis got to him and just drove him backwards. They'll say he got back to the line of scrimmage make it second and ten here for the Dreadnoughts. Well, I don't even think he got back to the line of scrimmage. He, he didn't. He didn't. They're marking it, though. Second and ten at midfield. One ten to play in the third quarter. Seems like I've been saying that for most of the evening. Here's this little option pitch. The ball's on the ground. And Bartow will recover. They're whistling it dead, guys. They're going to whistle that ball dead before they even recover it. Yep. Calling an incomplete pass. They're calling an incomplete pass. That's where we need replay again. That was a fumble. To be an incomplete pass, they'd have to pitch it forward, wouldn't they? Now, these refs just really wanted to see Bartow's win streak go down tonight, didn't they? Well, they're doing a good job at it. So an incomplete pass, third and ten for Lakeland. Stops the clock with 58 seconds left here in the third quarter. And they got they got four receivers this side. Empty backfield. I'd be dialing up a blitz right here. Looks like a different quarterback, too. Walker. Here's the snap. It's going to be just a straight quarterback draw. Walker up the middle. He goes, runs into Murray, and Murray 
holds him to a five-yard gain. Yeah, that was a sign right there. That, I mean, as soon as he came into the game, they should have been blitzing both linebackers and just keying on him. Five yards. It's going to be fourth and four. Fourth and five, rather. And will Lakeland kick it? Well, they're going to act like it at least. So yep, they are. Here comes the punter. I would uh, definitely play defense. I'd send one man back and play defense here. 19 seconds left in the quarter. They do not have to snap it, although uh, the play clock says 40 seconds. Yeah. The game clock says 12 seconds, now 8. See if they want to snap it here. Here they do. And they're just going to run it out. Now he's going to kick it. That was odd. And the ball will take a bounce and head inside the 5-yard line. Down to the 3, down to the 2, and 1. And Darris down. That's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I mean, the the punter caught the ball and looked at the sideline. If we come... But then he kind of rushed. I mean, he wasn't about to kick it. He was He was thinking the quarter was running out. Wow. That's the final play of the third quarter with oh. your score. Lakeland 28, Bartow 2. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Call us at 863-537-7537. Once again, Craig, a budget you pull a bar to on their inventory. But uh, most of our vehicles are around uh, uh, from the early 90s to the uh, the mid-2010s, you know, 2008, 9, 10, that area. The part you need when you need it. Budget you pull it, Highway 60 East, Bartow. In today's complicated financial world, it's nice to know that Steve Wright and Company is there, helping you utilize your resources more effectively as you work toward your financial goals from tax returns to retirement plans and all the stops in between. Rely on Steve Wright and Company on Avenue H in Winter Haven. Welcome back to Bryant Stadium at Lakeland, where tonight the Yellow Jackets are taking on the Dreadnoughts, and Lakeland's in front 28-3 to with Bruce and Andy. 28-2, to thank you, Andy. Uh, with Bruce and Andy and Mike, I'm Jeff. Our studio producer is Tom back in Bartow. Thank you for joining us here for Yellow Jacket football. As we start the fourth quarter, Bartow with the ball, but, Mike, they are deep in their side of the field inside the one, it looks like. Yeah, exactly, guys. So we'll see what happens here. Quarterback is Jadon Williams. He wears number seven. Lakeland looks like they're going to bring everybody on this first down play. They're just going to sneak it, try to get a little bit of yardage. And they maybe get one out of that big offensive line trying to move the big defensive line of Lakeland. Yeah, that's it, it's tough to run a, a, a sneak, a quarterback sneak when your quarterback's five yards off the line of scrimmage. That's that's a little tough to do. And I don't think he even got anything. He may have even lost some. Be second down and ten from just about the one yard line for the Yellow Jackets. The play clock says seven seconds. Bartow's still in the huddle. And Yellow Jackets are going to be forced to call a timeout. This play clock down in the north end zone has been turned off. 
So, well, that means Bartow can't see the play clock. So, how can they call that against them? Yeah. Are they? The, Timeout on the field. We'll take a timeout as well. Lakeland 28, Bartow 2. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Citrus Air Conditioners of Bartow does it all. AC and heating installation, preventative maintenance, commercial ice machines, walk-in freezers and coolers, commercial ventilation and refrigeration, even humidity control. Such great care, it must be Citrus Air. Are you crazy for customer service? So are we. Here at Spatulers, we realize that our complete customer satisfaction is essential to our success. With our friendly and knowledgeable staff, you'll feel right at home as soon as you walk through the door. This is more than just a job. It's our love and passion. Come see us. Emily at Spatulers. If you're looking for good food and good family time, look no farther than Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South. Your Bartow Beefs is perfect for lunch or dinner for the whole family or whole team. Your Bartow Beefs, where game time meets family time. In Stadium, the Yellow Jackets with the ball facing a second down and ten deep in their own territory. In fact, right about their own their own two-yard line. Yellow Jackets again just looking for some breathing room. Let's see what the play is. They're gonna do a little sweep. They're trying to turn the corner. Uh, safety. And he did just he get out? He gets out, guys. He got out. He just barely got out of the end zone. Galva on the ball carrier. It's gonna be third and ten. to play in the ball game. Next week, the Yellow Jackets are on the road again. The final regular season road game of the year when we go to Haines City to wrap up district competition to take on the Haines City Hornets. Next Friday night, that'll be the 13th of October. Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Did that just for y'all special. That's... All right, it's third down and a bunch. Third and ten here for the Yellow Jackets. The ball again. Mike, right about the one or two-yard line? Yes, sir. Jackets is trying not to give up the safety here. they got too many people moving at one time. That's got to be a flag. Here's the snap. So here's the bad thing about it, though. I mean, this ding-dong over here on this side of the field. They tackled Bartu in the end zone for his safety. No, he snapped it, and they wasn't. Lakeland's jumping up and down trying to get the official to throw the flag. They snapped the ball. Quarterback wasn't ready for it and went out of the end zone. Oh, okay. And, uh, but this, this thing over here on the sideline, that, I don't know what he's called anymore, but that just. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our second safety of the night. Yeah. And it's 30-2. to two. That's got to be, I don't think that's any kind of record, but it's unusual. Definitely. Safety's in a game. Bruce, would Mr. Hornby, would he be impressed if I got an unsportsmanlike conduct? I would. I would. I think that's worth the dinner. That dude right there, something else. So Have Bart- you had any conversation with oh, him? Oh, where's, this, to where's the white hat going? He- He's got some speed. Man, he does. A little old legs are just a-going. So Bartow will have to uh, do the free kick here from the 25-yard line. Or the 20-yard line, excuse me. So Lakeland will get the ball back. 
Lakeland in front, 30. I think Hardo two. needs another guy on the football field. All right. For uh, Jason Williams, haven't been suited up in a while. Well, Jason will join the uh, kickoff team here. Kaysen Mullis has it teed up at the 20-yard line. And he sends a nice high kick and it'll be taken. It bounces at the 25-yard line, picked up at the 30 by the receiver Panick. He's going to go across the 40. There's a He's hole. 45. He's at the 50. He's in Yellow Jacket territory and knocked out of bounds inside the 40. Well, that wasn't a hold. There ain't a cow in Texas because he just he just drug Pope right to the ground. Yes, it's back just at about the 48-yard line. So they're saying he stayed. The, okay, he stepped out of bounds at the Barto or the Lakeland rather forty. So it's on Lakeland's side of the field. Yeah, but there's a flag here at the forty-eight. Yeah, oh, okay. they, I guess they did call it. All right, so the flag was dropped at the forty-eight yard line. So ten yards from there, first and ten, Lakeland at their own. Well, they're going to call it at the forty-yard line. We should have kept a tally of yards. Yeah. We should have known that penalty yards. Any, anything less than 200, I'd be impressed. Tonight, yes. Uh, they're well over that by now. We'll, we'll probably see them again in the playoffs. I formation. Xander Smith is un, up under center. He will turn and give it to Johnson. Up the middle he goes. He's cut down at the line of scrimmage. Gained about one on the play. Looked like Stanley was in on the tackle. Second and nine for Lakeland. At least the cheerleaders in the band are rocking. Can't drag them down. Absolutely. Smith again will go up under center for Lakeland on this second down and nine play. I formation behind him. He'll turn and Bump, ball's on the ground. The ball is on the ground. It's being kicked around. Picked up by the Jackets. Number 22 on the recovery. Isaac Jackson. So Lakeland with a turnover. They have him playing safety. He comes up from that safety position and gets Bartow and not only gets the football, gets him in good field position. Now let's see what they do with it. Jack is now with a... Uh, an interception and a couple of fumble recoveries. First and 10, Barto at the dreadnought 33 yard line. Williams in at quarterback. Galva standing right next to him. Taylor lined up as a wide receiver on the near side. And timeout. Flag on the play. Illegal procedure against Barto. First down and 15. Somebody went and said, or Williams, what Williams, uh, Jason Williams, he he cuts over like he's over the guard and then he claps his hands. And I think he was trying to get him to jump. And I think because that is why they threw the flag. First and 15. See right there, he clapped the last time. Here's the snap. Handoff. Galva tries to turn to the outside. Stiff arm. And Galva's going to get back to the, get back some of that penalty yardage, make it down to second down in about 12. 
I appreciate all that effort, but trying to cut back when you run into a crowd uh, here is not going to work too well. But we appreciate the effort. They're not whatsoever laying down. It'll be second and 14 here for Bartow. Taylor will line up as a wide receiver on the far side of the field. Galva in a little slot formation. Williams, the quarterback. Here's the snap, and they're going to give it to, nope, uh, Jadon Williams up the middle. He goes. Crosses the 35 to the 33. It'll be third down, makes that fourth down, and about nine. Now they're going to mark it third and ten. 7.53 7.53 left in the ball game. Lakeland in front, 30-2. Lakeland coming to the ball game tonight, 4-2 on the year. Lakeland with wins over Largo, Osceola, Winter Haven, and Lake Gibson. Jackets at 6-0. In some serious jeopardy of their first loss of the year. Third and ten for Bartow. Timeout. Timeout taken by the Yellow Jackets. We'll take it with them. 7-15 left in the ball game. Lakeland 30 and Bartow 2. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hey, this is Tyler Kelly with Kelly Buick GMC, and we're proud to make today's sports broadcast on WBF possible. Visit any of our five locations and see why we are Polk County's number one Buick GMC dealer. Kelly Buick GMC. Pallet One of Bartow is looking for new career-minded employees. Pallet One offers competitive wages and benefits including health, dental, vision, paid vacation, and a matching 401k plan. Join the Pallet One team today. Pallet One is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Visit us at EvolveYourBond.com. Welcome back to Bartow Yellow Jacket Football. Bartow with the ball. 7.15 left in the ball game. And Bartow facing a third and 11 from the Lakeland 34-yard line. Lakeland in front, 30-2. Williams calls for the ball. Here's the snap. He wants to throw under some pressure. Now he's going to turn up field and run. And he's going to be escorted out of bounds at the 31-yard line. Now it'll be fourth down. Fourth and 10 for Bartow. Just outside Mullis's range. Yeah, and I, I think you, I, I think you just maybe put two or three guys on one side and throw it down the field, throw it up. If they pick it, whatever. Fourth and fourth and nine here for the Yellow Jackets. Butler on the far side, Taylor on the near side. Glover is the running back standing right behind the quarterback, Williams. Fourth and nine. 
Here's the snap. It's low. Williams picks it up, tries to make something out of it. He's going to be dropped for a loss. Yeah. Lakeland will take over first and 10 over on downs. First and 10 at the Barto 36-yard line. Yeah, it was a very low snap. He picks it up with his left hand, and as soon as he picks it up, he sees he, he can't throw the ball, so he tries to roll out uh, to, to try to get a you know something a little open where he can release the ball, but he has to tuck it and go down. 7:04 left in the ball game. Lakeland with a uh, a big lead, 30 to two, and I'm sure Lakeland probably wants to chew up as much clock as possible. Or if they score, and, uh, they can get a running clock. Elijah Bell, quarterback in the ball game now. now you got to watch him running. Here's the snap, and the ball is bobbled, but got to the running back Johnson. That was almost a disaster. Yeah. He's Jackson down comes up, and Stanley. Jackson, we haven't called his name a whole lot, but he's been in on some tackles now, coming from that safety spot. Lose a yard on the play, make it second down and 11 for Lakeland. Actually, he's playing linebacker. The Bartow's gone with three linebackers now. Quarterback is Bell. Where's number 19? Here's the snap to Bell. Handoff. Johnson up the middle. Oh. And Johnson runs right into Stanley and a whole lot of other jackets, and he's no gain on the play. Yeah, Stanley just held him there and almost cut him in half, bending him. Stanley is, I don't know. Like this, I'd like to see him up close, Mike. I, I mean, he's just a one big guy. Yeah, he is big. <clears throat> Timeout on the field for the mandatory water break at 5.50 left here in the ball game. Lakeland 30 and Bartow 2. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Once again, Craig, a budget you pull out of Bartow on their inventory. But uh, most of our vehicles are around uh, uh, from the early 90s to the uh, the mid-2010s, you know, 2008, 9, 10, that area. The part you need when you need it. Budget you pull it, Highway 60 East, Bartow. The Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance Agency has been serving Central Florida since 1984. They all work and live in your neighborhood and take pride in our history. Offices in Bartow, there when you need them, representing only the most reliable companies in the industry. Today's broadcast is sponsored in part by the Witten McLean Funeral Home of Bartow since 1925 and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade. They're family-owned and are committed to providing personal service with the concept of our family serving yours. I'm proud of Game's over. Welcome back to Bryan Stadium. Lakeland leads the Yellow Jackets 30-2. Bartow on defense facing a third and 11. Bell is the quarterback for the Dreadnoughts. He takes the snap, and as soon as he got the ball, he got Mr. Davis. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Davis is not going to let you go by when you give him that kind of time and bring up fourth and very long. He's going to have to, Lakeland's going to have to punt, but Davis into the backfield to disrupt that play and bring down the, the quarterback on the keeper. It'll be 4th and 14. Lakeland has to punt. 
Back deep to receive for the Yellow Jackets. That's going to be uh, Hampton back there along with Murray. Standing at about their own 35-yard line. Not sure what the delay is. Are they going to wind the clock all the way down? Now this last minute since the last minute players on. The center. That's a delay of Long game. snapper. Delay of game against Lakeland. It's always a pretty good idea to have your long snapper on the field when you're punting the ball. He gets out there late, and that costs Lakeland five. But who's counting? Yeah. All righty. Everybody's all set. We have the long snapper. Muldoon all ready to uh, kick off, or rather to punt, rather. Murray and Hampton back deep. Here's the snap and the kick. Low line drive kick taken by Hampton at the 36-yard line. He wants to run across the field, and he's going to be, oh, my gosh, horse-collared. That guy's going to wear his arm out. Yeah, I heard that. He just slung that thing. Got a couple flags on the field. Now they're going to call up the same the same foul. There's another one. I think it was a helmet to helmet. So it's going to be a, a personal foul against Lakeland. Helmet to helmet. Oh, the helmet against Bartow. Yeah, they was when he was coming back to this side of the field, guys. Bartow was another guy going across the grain, and uh, he cleaned him pretty good. Okay. okay. Yeah, he uh, it was worth it. Hey, well. We'll live with it. I'll take it. So a personal foul call against the Yellow Jackets. We'll back them up to start this next possession. Hey, who's counting? Yeah, it's like it's like throwing rocks in the Grand Canyon. You know, you don't. You know. Let's try to make a buffet reference, but I can't think of anything right now. Oh, man, I miss a good buffet right now. <laughs> 4-18 left in the ball game. Lakeland 30 and Bartow 2. That was a whale of a penalty. That sure was. I was just thinking the same thing. How is that? March the 15 yards all the way down to the Yellow Jacket. 15-yard line. First and 10 Bartow from their own 15. I almost think it's better if I don't see. Jadon Williams is the quarterback. Two receivers on the far side of the field, single receiver on the near side. Referees are now explaining everything to, uh, well, to Coach Eden on the far side of the field. We've had a number of these conferences all night long on both sides. I think they're asking about the spot where the foul occurred and everything. They, they wouldn't know where to put the ball back now at this point anyway. Look at him. Mr. Whitehead is now walking over to, to the Lakeland side of the field. What still, is going on? We are still talking. We're still talking. Helmet to helmet against Bartow. Personal foul face mask against Lakeland. Those offset. So why aren't they re-kicking then? 
a very good question. Because they don't know where to place the ball down here to kick it. No, yeah, exactly. All right, so first and 10, Bartow had their own 31-yard line. And Browse uh, back into the ball game. The sophomore, here's the snap, handoff. Up the middle goes the running back, Thomas. Uh, check that, that's going to be Glover. And uh, Glover gets maybe a yard on the carry. Well, I like this. You get the young quarterback a little more experience right here. I wouldn't I wouldn't hesitate to let him throw it up a little bit. I mean you got nothing to lose at this point. Three fifty left in the ball game. The sophomore quarterback, number sixteen, Ethan Browse. He's in the shot. Playing a soft coverage now. Here's the snap. He wants to throw. Under some pressure, he'll flip it out to the near side. That's Galva. A little dump it out to Galva. A little safety valve. Galva gets to the 35-yard line. Uh, That that was uh, 23. And there's some activity on the sideline here. I don't know who 23 is, but uh, Galva's number eight. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant Glover. Glover. Glover, I'm sorry. Bring in three yards. So it'll be third down and seven for the Yellow Jackets. Hey, that's a pass completion for the young guy. Uh, he's got nothing to be ashamed of. He's done good tonight. Third down, third and seven here for the Yellow Jackets. I bet Jackets. that game will slow down a whole lot for him next week. He's in the shotgun now, and he wants to throw again. He slings it up, looking for Galva, <laughs> and it's into double coverage, incomplete. I got no, I got no problem with that. Might want to turn it over a little bit, but um, stops the clock with two thirty-four to play in the ball game. Fourth down. Fourth and seven. Fourth and seven. Yellow Jackets will have to punt. Oh shoot! I go for it. I see Mullis walking out onto the field. Next week, next Friday night, back on Friday night, our regular night, Yellow Jackets will take on the Haines City Hornets in the final district game of the year. A win by Bartow, and they are district champions. Yeah, it's going to be a really special night, and I hope everybody can can get over to Haines City. If not, uh, listen, listen to us on WBF, and we'll... Hopefully have a good show. Here's the snap. Mullis with the kick. Sends it downfield, and it's going to bounce out of bounds at the 37-yard line. Jason Mullis' punt goes out of bounds the 43-yard line. Well, not the outcome we expected tonight. Certainly not uh, the game we expected, but you never knew with a young quarterback. and He didn't even have a week's practice in. Yeah, so. he, done, he had... Monday is Monday is film day. Tuesday you put your game plan together. Wednesday is your walkthrough, and now you're here. And and so, not 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 any time to put a game plan together. And uh, you just line up and play football. And night Lakeland is they're a, calling for players to come out on the field. Better football team. First and ten for the Dreadnoughts. 
And Bell will hand it off. Up the field goes the running back, number 24. He breaks a tackle, and he's still on his feet. Down the sideline he goes, and finally going to be brought down inside the 15-yard line. Yeah, Hampton makes a tackle. The helmets are flying off again. Murray lost his helmet. helmet. Bartow's defense wasn't even ready when they hiked that ball. No, but that's smart. That's smart on Lakeland's part. I got no issues with Lakeland doing that. You, they put the ball in play. You snap that ball whether they've got eleven or seven. You, yep. A couple of the players were. Hey, come on, guys! We got the game to finish. Less than two minutes. Runner, two minutes now to play in the ball game. Lakeland with the lead, thirty to two, and inside the flag. Personal foul. Personal foul against Lakeland. Again. Penalty was a personal foul against the Dreadnoughts. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah, the refs go home. A home, a home. The homies are telling the refs to go home. They're bringing this thing way back. Oh my goodness! This is like a hundred-yard penalty. Mercy. They're going to spot the ball at midfield. Where was it before? Nope. Oh, oh they're, boy. They're going to move yeah, it. They're 49. Going to move it. 49 is much better. On Bartow's side of the field. First and 10, Lakeland at the Yellow Jacket 49-yard line. I formation. Here's the handoff. Up the oh. middle they go. And he runs right into big number nine. That's Mr. Davis. Davis just flips him to the ground. I love that guy. That was number 24 on the carry for Lakeland. Jadarius Doobie. Suppose he has any brothers? Huh? You suppose he has any brothers? Oh, my goodness. I'm sure. Doobie brothers. Old, old Doobie brothers. I didn't like the Doobie brothers a whole lot when Michael McDonald came. I liked them better when they were were more of a, a blues band. Well, they were just rocking down the highway. They were huh? rocking. Second and eight here for the Lakeland Dreadnoughts. And Doobie again Davis with again. the carry. Knocked out of bounds at the 42. Clock continues to run with 52 seconds left in the ball game. One more snap ought to do it. Bell will bring his offense to the line of scrimmage. Lakeland's going to improve to 5-2 and two on the year. Bartow suffers their first loss of the year at 6-1. and one. Here's the snap. They will hand it off. And they're going to – nope, it's going to be a quarterback here. Bell with the ball. He's on the far side of the field where nobody is. Murray, He's being chased it. by Murray. Murray brings him down. Wow, I was totally mesmerized by that. Yeah, Murray uh, was the only one that wasn't fooled and brought him down. Saved a touchdown. He sure did. The clock will wind. 12 seconds, 10 seconds. Lakeland's kind of scrambling to get to the line of scrimmage. They want to run a play. And that's going to be the final play. They do not get it off. Lakeland wins 30 
to two over the Yellow Jackets tonight. We'll be back to wrap this up. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Your Bartow Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South is your headquarters for good food and good sports. With something for everyone on the menu, your Bartow Beefs is perfect for the family, an office lunch, or to feed the team after a big win. Beefs, where game time meets family time. Imagine trying to work in an office that is so hot and humid you can't concentrate or so cold you always need a jacket. Centrus Air Conditioners of Bartow reminds you that maintenance is vital to keep your system running smoothly year-round. Such great care, it must be Citrus Air. The Kelly Automotive Group is proud to make sports broadcasts here on WBF possible. From the Yellow Jackets to NASCAR, this is Brandon Wondrow inviting you to visit any or all of our five locations and see why we're proud to be your dealership. KellyBuickGMC.com. Welcome back to Bryant Stadium. The team's shaking hands at uh, midfield after the uh, game tonight. Lakeland, a winner, 30-2 to over Bartow. Lakeland improves to 5-2 and on the year. Bartow with their first uh, loss of the season. Their record now stands at 6-1. and Bartow will move on next Friday night, uh, October 13th, to play at Haynes City in the final district game of the year. If Bartow is able to take care of business with the Hornets, then Bartow will be the district champions and that is all next friday night october 15th yeah and the guys get an extra day off uh, this weekend uh the, the, to heal up some bumps and bruises you know and uh come back on monday and <clears throat> get ready for haines city haines city is the important game our buddy uh pat Pittman, who is our our uh announcer in barto mm-hmm. uh shot me a message and and he was right. He's, next game is the important game. Haines City is the important game. You always want to win them all. We were undefeated. We wanted to stay undefeated. But sometimes you just you just come in and and, and get beat. And uh, nothing to lay our head about. We had our starting quarterback uh, issues with that. Um, our backup quarterback is injured. Had a young man have to come in and play a little bit and had to have our uh, one of our uh, defensive backs play quarterback. That's no excuse, but uh, it still puts you behind the eight ball against a very, very good Absolutely. Lakeland team. They are undisciplined. They are hey. meaner than hell, but they, they're they a great football team. And uh, I, I don't – that's about all I got to say. Andy, final thoughts from you, and then we'll, Jim will check in with Mike if he's – Well, lots of penalties – and I agree with what Bruce said. I mean, you didn't have time to even get a game plan together for this, so it's understandable. The boys, they played good. They played hard. And they don't have nothing to hang their head about. Well, we appreciate uh, appreciate everybody tuning in and listening uh, tonight. Again, your final score, Lakeland 30 and Bartow 2. Thank you to the uh, Lakeland High School staff and administration for their assistance in the broadcast uh, tonight. We thank Andy, we thank Bruce, Mike, Elizabeth, I'm Jeff, and Tom back at the studio for everybody. Get better, uh, uh, Chris. Get absolutely, better. Absolutely. Take care, everybody. We'll talk to you uh, the 13th of October. Take care. Stay safe. Good night, everybody. You've been listening to Bartow Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Tonight's game was sponsored by Bartow Ford. We're different, and we prove it. Evolve Professional Landscape Management. Citrus Air Conditioners of Bartow. Pallet One of Bartow. SR Wright and Company by Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance.
Keith Spray Service of Bartow, taking care of your lawn and garden for over 50 years. Budget You Pull It, the parts you need when you need them, by Spath Jewelers of Bartow and Valrico, Widden McLean Funeral Home, Beefo Brady Sports Pub in the Bartow Center South, and by Kelly Buick GMC of Bartow, doing whatever it takes to earn your business. Bartow Yellow Jacket Football is a sports exclusive of FM 102.9, 97.1, and AM 1130, WBF.